Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Who's number one? Well, we'll get to that in just about a minute, but right now it's time to say, Wake up, America! Yes, it is that time. You waited for it, and so did we. It's Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Here he is. It's the best part of the week for me because I introduced my friend, my partner, the brains of the outfit, the hardest working man in show business today. The one, the only, there's no seconds here. Brian, no, hello, B. How was your week? What's up? I'm doing great. Andy Furman, always a thrill, a thrill to be here with you on a Sunday morning. I am live here in Las Vegas yet again, okay? I'm going to be scouring the betting lines this morning while I eat my cherry Pop-Tarts. Very much looking forward to that. And uh, while discussing some ball with you. How does that sound? I can't sound? wait. I can't yeah. wait. Everything sounds great except the cherry tarts. Everything is perfect. Wait, wait a minute. It's wait, a wait. perfect thing. Why? Why do you hate on everything I have for breakfast? Oh, no. There's not one thing that you're like, hey, that sounds pretty good. No, you know, oh, I do nice. like it. As a matter of fact, every morning I have a glass of cherry juice. How's that? I love cherry juice. Cherry juice. Cherry juice, yes. I saw it at Kroger about a month ago, and I said, let me try it. It's a little tart, and I enjoy it. <laughs> cherry juice. Cherry yes. juice. I love cherry-flavored stuff, you know, except for cherry Nutri-Grain bars, which is strange. But typically, I'm all about things that are cherry. So it's just like grape juice? You know, it's just cherry juice? That's what it yeah, is? Yeah, a little tart. I tell you what, it's not bad with a little shot of vodka in huh. it, too. 
Oh, really? That's how you wake up, huh? No, 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 not all the time. Okay. Every once in a while. Every once in a while. (laughs) You know, I I tell you something funny. You never, thank you. A little ice, put a little cube in there. We're ready to go. You know, it's funny. You get up on a Saturday morning and you look forward to the college games. And honestly, it almost starts like the Daytona 500 and goes downhill in racing. And football's the same way in the college game because it starts out tremendously. And then the games kind of get, you know, iffy, iffy. And yesterday, you say, well, not much of a day. Who knew? Who knew about this North Carolina Clemson game? That could have turned everything topsy turvy. And right now, right now, you got to say to yourself, "Will they be number one, Clemson?" Because they held out. They really gasped to gasped to a win, gasping to a win over North Carolina, unranked North Carolina. They should be number one. They should not be number one. I agree with you. I agree. No, they shouldn't. But and they're not playing like really, a number one. It doesn't really matter. As long as you get into the playoff. By the way, oh, yeah. no number one seed in the five years of the college football playoff era. No number one seed has won the whole thing. How about that? Yeah. It, like if everybody's either a two seed, a four seed, but it, never a one seed. So if Clemson's the number one seed or not, who cares, right? Based on history, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, how about North Carolina? My major observation of this game, Andy, we were talking about this last night, but I'll tell you again, is if you look at North Carolina, they went toe-to-toe with Clemson that whole game. They were just as good of a team as Clemson was yesterday. And I think that Mac Brown... While he went for two, and I'm not going to completely second-guess that, I think he was acting out of desperation when he didn't need to. Meaning, yeah, North Carolina, if this is a best-of-seven series, they have no shot against Clemson. But in one game, for 60 minutes, yesterday, they were just as good as Clemson was, and they didn't play it like, hey, we can kick the extra point. If we hold them in this final minute-plus and go to overtime, we're at home. We've got just as good of a chance, if not better, than Clemson, and that's not the way they thought of it. So I thought they acted out of desperation, even though I wouldn't completely second-guess the decision to go for two. Perhaps. Now, Clemson right now is 5-0, 3-0 in the ACC, and basically they beat up, but they beat up. They beat North Carolina in Chapel Hill 21-20. The Tar Heels had, came within like a point without a minute and 15 to go. Uh, Javante Williams had a short run, then the Tar Heels went for two, but they couldn't get in. That was the thing right there. And there was some discussion after the game, and I heard what Urban Meyer had to say. I'm not going to say it's my thought. It's Urban Meyer's. I happened to watch FS1, and Urban Meyer was on the panel, and he said, they asked him, you know, Mac Brown, do you think it was a good decision going for the two? And he says, here's the deal. And I kind of thought about it. I said, you know what? Urban makes sense. Guy's a very successful football coach during his prime. And he said, look, when you're at home, and you're playing a team that basically is better than you. And the longer you play, more often than nope. not, talent. Not feeling it. Well, nope. that's, what, that's what he said. I agree with not him. Not feeling it. Well, not feeling said, it. Said, it's the not about you go, that. Yeah, well, I hear you. I hear you. I understand what he's saying and what you're telling everybody, but it's not just about talent winning out. And the longer you play, talent is going to win out. It's just about yesterday. We know that Clemson is better than North Carolina, we get yes. that. But not yesterday. It wasn't obvious. Clemson, they didn't have a lead until the fourth quarter. They had just allowed a 16-play, 75-yard drive for, to North Carolina for North Carolina to pull within one point. So it's not like, oh, Clemson, they're so talented. They completely underperformed yesterday. No doubt. No doubt. So it, but- to me, in my mind, I disagree with Urban Meyer. I understand what he's saying. 
but that was the thinking with Mac Brown is, well, hey, we're lucky to be that. No, 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 no. You were just as good yesterday, and that's all that matters. That's well, all that matters. Here's yesterday. the option. Who's the better team that day? And well, okay. North Carolina was just as good. But here's the option. What do you do? You go for one, and then you give Trevor Lawrence the blow with about a minute 12 to go, and they could come back and strike a field goal, whatever it may be. So maybe yeah. it was desperation, and maybe it was Urban Meyer not wanting to criticize a fellow coach. I don't know. But I listened to his logic, yeah. and it sort of made sense. Yeah, I, I get it. But that's the problem is that's what I think led to Mac Brown ask, acting out of desperation when he didn't need to is that same thought of, man, we've been lucky to hang this far. It, it starts with, we're less than Clemson is. And although that is generally true, they are the lesser team. Clemson is loaded. They're the number one team in the country for a reason. They're not playing but like it, it, it was just about yesterday. It's not based on anything else than who's playing better football today. That's it. And North Carolina was toe-to-toe with that squad and easily could have won a game in overtime. It wasn't one of these like we're the, you know, the the poor sisters of whatever. You know, like no, no, you are on the same field going toe to toe with that team. I, I'm not gonna bash him. It sounds like him, but I think the decision is made out of desperation. Like man, this team is a juggernaut. We're lucky to have hung this closely with them for this long. I just I disagree with the thought behind the decision to go for two. That's all. Well, you know what? You bring up the term desperation. It could very well be that because North Carolina, as you know, started the season with Mac Brown 2-0. and Now they've lost three straight. There's a home game. They've dropped two in a row going into that game yesterday and maybe he was just going for the marbles, just going for it all. That's a possibility too. I, I don't know, but really and truly you would think that it's almost a given. You go for a two-point conversion basically 10 times, you should be able to make it 7 or 8 out of 10. You should. I mean, hey, look, I can understand the temptation of just being a couple of yards away from the lead if you're North Carolina. But answer this, Andy. Clemson at home, same situation, just flipped around. Are they going for two or are they kicking the extra point? Are they going for two? No way they are, because they're the better team. They're thinking, well, we'll kick the extra point. We're not, uh, we're not going to be no, desperate yeah. because if they don't get the extra point, they've got to get the onside kick, or it is ball game. So you're going to leave yourself more outs. Clemson, being the better team, is not going to go for two in that same situation at home. They're going to kick uh, it. They absolutely are going to kick it, and that's my whole point. That's what I think North Carolina should have done, but they acted like, oh, man, we're not even close to on this team's level, so we, we got we to gotta go for two here and be aggressive. And it's, it was all about yesterday. Who was the better team yesterday? And North Carolina was just as good. I don't think they needed to act desperately. That's all. Well, maybe so, but you know what? Let's take a listen to that two-point conversion. Hit it, please. How? Sends Newsom in motion. He'll fake the handoff to Williams. Sprint option near side. Hal taken down, flips it to Newsom. He leaps for the goal line but can't get there. Clemson makes the stop not once but twice. Sam Howell's option run over to the right. He was dragged down just short of the end zone, and that was it. That was John Angel from Learfield IMG College, and that basically was it. That was the game. And I, I look, I, I'm a Mac Brown fan. I, I'm not going to second-guess Mac Brown. And look, these coaches know more than I'll ever forget as far as football is concerned. There's a reason why. Was he taken to task? I'm sure he was by some. He did it. He's a gambler. He went for the win. Why not? If, if he makes the two, he's a hero today. North Carolina is the talk of the town today all over the country. 
What well, look, man, we are always talking about these second guesses. You brought this up. You touched on it. If they kick the extra point and Trevor Lawrence has, you know, a minute 17, right? whatever it happens to be, over a minute to go, yeah, he could lead that team right down the field. They kick the winning field goal. You never know. I'm not bashing Mac Brown. I really don't even have a huge problem with him going for two. I get it. That's the number one team in the country. If you get this two-point conversion, you've got a lead with just over a minute to go. I get that. It's just the thought process behind it of this is Clemson and we're poor little North Carolina and we got to pull out all the stops and it's no, no I, I don't no, think that's don't. the case. No, I, that, I will tell you this much. Absolutely, was absolutely. I, I would say this: was. if they had not lost two straight, I don't know if he would have gone for the two. Think about that. I mean, it's a desperation situation where they were two and zero, and they lost two straight. Now they've lost three straight. Maybe he's saying, yeah, "The hell with it. Let's go for two. Nah, like that. You, the you don't whole know. Thing you, is, it's the desperation part of it. It's like this: if you, let's say, there's a, a single guy in, and he's thirty five years old, right? right? Right. And he wants to be married, wants to have some kids. You don't have to be desperate. If you've got stuff going for you, if you happen to be a good-looking guy, you're smart, you got a good job, like, you don't have to be desperate and just say, okay, cool, to the first girl who says, I'll go out with you. Like You don't have to act out of desperation if you aren't in a desperate position. And that was the thing with... With North Carolina, it's just the thought process of we we gotta we gotta go for this thing. And yeah, they acted desperately. That's the only thing no. I dislike. That's all. Yeah, and I, I'm not second guessing it. I mean, if they would have kicked for the one point, I would have said fine. They went for the two. I'm still not second guessing it. They did it, then it didn't happen. I mean, that's it. And I tell you yeah. what, I like the gutsy call. I do like it. I yeah, really hey, do. Yeah. If you're gonna go down, I'd rather you go down swinging, go down right. aggressively. I was at the sports bar here in Vegas. Right. And uh, at Legacy's Stadium, I've, I've got a couple of things to say about that a little bit later, Andy <laughs> Furman. But when they lined up to go for two, really, I was like, hey, why not? You know. And then they didn't get it, and I didn't go 180. I just thought about why was I saying, yeah, why not? Go for it. And it starts with, well, North Carolina is clearly the lesser team. And then I thought... It doesn't matter if they're the lesser team. It's only about that day. And for that day, they were just as as good as, as Clemson. So you don't have to act like you're the lesser team. You understand Perhaps, what I'm yeah. saying? But I will tell you this, but you're in Vegas, and the key to that whole thing, forget about the one-point or two-point conversion. If you're a gambler, you take the 28 points because Clemson was a 28-point favorite in that game oh, yesterday. You know, you know what? <laughs> right. This is a true story, Andy, real fast. Right before the game kicked off, I tied North Carolina to a four-team teaser. And I, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I, I tied Clemson to it. I had Clemson. They were minus 18 with the teaser, extra points and all that. I turned in the card. The games had kicked off. Like I had Baylor, a couple NFL teams on there. And they are like, sorry, the, the games have started. I was like, okay, no big deal. And... Clemson came nowhere near clearing the, the 18 points on a teaser, so that was lucky. The uh, the Vegas gambling god smiled down on me, saving me some funds yesterday without being able to turn in that teaser on time.
It's about time. There he is. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. Get us on Twitter all day long, all night long. We're like 7-Eleven. We never close. Get us at The No Show, NOE Show, at Andy Furman, FSR, 877-99 on Fox is our phone number, 877-996-6369. A tremendous lineup, as always, every single Sunday. we got Bronx Talk Radio in this hour. In our second hour, Bottom Barrel Betting. And, of course, in hour number three, we have Brian No and Noah's Picks. But before that, we got the Sheik himself, Alex. Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. We're brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, powering your connected life. And of course, all of a sudden, he's forced into action. That's next. Smells like ball. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is over the shy is back on paramount plus and the stakes have never been higher Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. They could get number one today. We'll explain that in just about a minute, 20 past the hour. It's his Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. By the way, you want to hear something amazing, I'll tell you. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cash back match. And here he is, my guy, Brian No. And by the way, our friend Marcel. I think Marcel's from Brooklyn, New York. He wants to talk to you. You know, real quick, Andy, before we talk to him, there's some controversy here. With Marcel, okay? What do you mean? Why? So, um, Marcel, he is a, a caller to Ben Maller's show, which is fantastic. Right. And so, he called in last week to our show, yeah. and that made it to the Maller Militia. The Maller Militia heard about this. Eddie upset. Garcia, update anchor, he yeah. put on Twitter, he was like, hey, show some respect. You know, be loyal. What? Be loyal. Oh, really? 
to oh, the really? militia. Eddie Garcia like, said that, yeah, huh? Yeah, Eddie uh, Garcia uh, said that. I was like, you know, he can call whatever, whoever he wants. 877-99 on Fox. Hit us up, Marcel. And, and Andy Garcia was, uh, I'm sorry, and, and Eddie Garcia was like, you got to be true. We we made him. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, Eddie so. Garcia can kiss my rear end. Yeah. How's that? That's what, that's How's right. that? Yeah. My two and let, let, and make that and let, send that to the Malin Militia. Yeah, yeah send yeah. that over there, Malin Militia. Send that there, Malin. Eat that, that, that Malin Militia. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jesus. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's go to Marcel. Marcel, what an introduction that was, huh? Marcel, how are you? You're on Fox Football Sunday with Brian Owen and Andy Furman. I believe you're from Brooklyn, New York. Is that correct? The Big Apple and the Brooklyn Cyclones, that is. Yes, I'm what part, fine. What part of Brooklyn? Because I'm from Brooklyn, too. Gravesend. Oh, you know what? Right near Lafayette High School where I went. You did? Yes, I did. <laughs> All great. Yeah. Just great. And how about the, um, oh, yes, the Nathan's Frank Furlers? Nathan's famous on Surf Avenue. Brooklyn Cyclones baseball is right not car, not far All from right, right across the street. Okay, let's get going. Come on now, move on. Well, what else do you guys want to talk about while you're on a roll here? We got yeah. another, you know, six minutes. Go you ahead. You can call what me else? during the week if you want to talk about this stuff. <laughs> Not now. Oh, you guys are happiness right now. <laughs> hey, Benny Dines and the Benny New York Dines. Football yeah. Giants will be taking on the um, what is it? The Redskins. Yeah, you, the Washington Redskins that. today. Yeah, it's on Fox. Yes, one o'clock Eastern. 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. I promise. Right. If the Giants have a 2-2 win, we'll try to beat those Redskins later on today. If they not, they will lose. What do you guys think? Go ahead, my friend. Go ahead, partner. Well, I'm Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes looked great last week. And if you Whoa. get a similar effort against Case Keenum, good Lord, you see him on Monday night against the Bears, he was oh. brutal. So if you get oh, anywhere near the Danny Dimes from last week, it should be good enough against Case Keenum today, I would think. Yeah, I, I question though, the Giants. I think they're going to really have to rely on the arm of Daniel Jones simply because Saquon Barkley is gone. Their running game is yeah. going to be hurting big time. Correct. That's number one. And number two, I like the uh, the side story in this game. There could be a lot of emotion because there's some hatred there with the Giants general manager, oh, Dave Gettleman, and Josh Norman, and Landon Collins. So I, I think there could be some outbursts in this game, which yeah. I like. I like that stuff. I do. 32 to 31 this past Sunday. Ooh. Those Giants beating those Buccaneers. It's going to be fantastic. All, right, that's All the Giants' pride in Tampa are cheering at it. Are okay. cheering at it. I want you to call Ben Maller and tell him to go stick it. How's no, that? No, no, no. We want you, Marcel. Let's, Mar- let's, Mar- let's really Garcia. stir this up. We want you to call Maller's show and let him know that you called back in again. Yes, you are yes. defiant. You are defying Eddie yes, Garcia, who yes. says you can only it. call Maller's show. Stir What's it up. up stir that? it up. Huh? Yeah. Let's get yeah. into it, guys. At Mark seventy on Twitter. I'll be on Ben Maller's show bright and early tomorrow morning, and I'll see you right back here with you guys next Sunday. God bless Beautiful. you. God bless. There Beautiful. we go. Okay. And, and I got good news for you, partner. I really do. Your Dolphins may get their first win today. No. The, the, stop it. What? Dolphins 0-3 to play no, the Chargers wait, wait, in Miami. On, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You don't really believe that. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it to make you feel good. That doesn't yeah. even make me feel good, okay? If I know something is obviously not what you think, 
I see right through it. If, all right, all right. if you say to me, oh, man, you could be Mr. Olympia. No? Goodness. You've been hitting the gym? I'm like, you're just lying to me right now. That's not genuine. Doesn't make me feel better. Well, they're playing the Chargers in Miami. I think the Dolphins are something like 14. They're getting 14 and a half. Yeah. Four, and that's a lot. And they could cover double, that. Just take they could, they're not going to win outright. Well, and the Chargers lost last week. To the Texans, Dolphins lost. They lose every week. They lost to the Cowboys, thirty-one-six. <laughs> but the, the injuries to running backs there with the t- charges could be a problem. And Melvin Gordon could play today. He probably yeah. won't play today. So who knows? But the Dolphins—they have a slight. The door is open. A drop. A drop. No, no, maybe it's not. Not, no, not no, against no, the Chargers no. to win. No. no, Justin Jackson is out. That's what you're referring to. Also, yes. Mike Williams, their wide receiver, yeah. he's out. Keenan Allen should go ballistic. Today, he had a huge game against Houston last week. He is, look, Keenan Allen, he's always overlooked. If you're talking about the top five receivers in football, you always talk about the top five, not the top ten receivers. But I have a feeling if you're talking about the top ten, I think there are a lot of people that would gloss over him there as well. And he's one of the more productive receivers that the game has. I don't know if it's because he's a little undersized, he's not... You know, a tall guy like Julio Jones or Mike Evans. or I don't, That's what it is. But the guy is incredibly productive. And for some reason, he's often overlooked when we're talking about the upper echelon receivers. In well, football. you look at his stats right now. He's got something like 29 receptions. He's averaging almost 14 yards for every reception. I mean, he's, he's really he, he's almost a key to their offense right now. Yeah, and uh, Melvin Gordon has been activated. So you talk about another key to their offense. When when he's good to go, that one-two punch with Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler, Eckler's been good aside from the huge fumble at Detroit a couple of weeks ago. That was a killer, turned out to be. But overall, Austin Eckler's been very good. That's a heck of a one-two combo. It really with is. Melvin and, Gordon and Austin Eckler. And, but that, that holdout yeah. didn't work from Melvin Gordon. It no. did not pay off. It was no. almost embarrassing, really. I mean, it was like, you know, he put his uh, tail between his legs and he came back in and knocked on the door and said, may I come back? May I please take me back? That's basically what it looked well, like Well, I to think me. this, Andy, is a couple of things. If you look at the difference between Melvin Gordon's situation and Ezekiel Elliott's situation, there were a couple of things working against Melvin Gordon. The obvious, he's not as good as Ezekiel right. Elliott. Melvin right. Gordon's good, but he's not as good as Zeke is. And I also think that Jerry Jones has talked about this openly. If he could write a check that would ensure him winning a Super Bowl, he was like, it would blow your freaking mind what I would pay. There is just this aching, burning desire from the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl again. And I'm not saying that the Chargers have no desire to win a Super Bowl. They do. It's just not on the same level as the Cowboys. And that works against a guy like Melvin Gordon, who again isn't as good as Zeke. And I'll tell you right now, I, I think that Jerry Jones gets a lot of gets a lot of smack. He really a lot of people you know, knock him. They say he talks too much. He's in the background. If I'm a fan of the Dallas Cowboys, I love ownership like that. I love because all they want to do is win. That's all they want to do. I mean, yeah. think about that. If if you're a fan of the Redskins, are you happy with, with Snyder? I mean, come on, the, the guy the guy is a bumbling fool. He really is. Yeah. You want to have an owner that is burning, like you say, burning desire yeah. to win, and Jerry Jones has that. I'll never forget, Andy, this was a handful of years ago. Cowboys were having a dreadful season, and they played a game late in the year. Like the season was over. No playoff chance whatsoever. They were on the road, and they beat the Arizona Cardinals. 
and they showed Jerry Jones, and he's slapping high fives in his luxury box on the road, and I'm like, that right there, it's passion. They absolutely have the passion, and that make no mistake about it, that clearly helped Ezekiel Elliott get the contract that he desired. And right. it, that's not the same thing. And it's not a slight on the Chargers. That's the same thing with most of the teams in the NFL. They don't have that same aching desire to win a Super Bowl that Jerry Jones and the Cowboys have. That's the You're truth exactly of it. Right. And we hit a raw bone over here because our guy, Vinay, Vinay comes he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's, a, he's a big oh, Redskins yeah. fan. Snyder Redskins should sell guy. the team. They've been selling that for years, Vinay. They've been saying that for years he should sell it. And by the way, we're on that big station, the team right. in Washington, D.C., the home of the Redskins. And maybe we'll hear some people what they have to say about that because after last week's debacle, you know, and you know, got to believe that Gruden's in trouble this year, they said half the stadium was empty by the fourth quarter. Well, yeah, and I just thought of the, remember when they came aboard as an affiliate and it went through my head, the imaging, we talked about this, the imaging of the station. It should be the famous fight song where it's hail to, to the, the Redskins. Red it should be hail to the home of the Redskins. Fox Sports 980. Like, that's what it should be, WTEM 980. Right. We could really get the voice guy on that. I think there's something there, Andy Furman. I think it's there. It's too much work. I answer. It's there for the taking. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Get for the take. Hey, we'll hear from you if you want to Ratings hear from us. Bonanza. Yes. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. That's our number. We'll translate that for you if you're too stupid. Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. He's Brian. No, I'm Andy Furman. We're live from the guy called Fox Sports Radio Studios, and it could be three in a row today. We'll tell you all about it. But first, to my guy, my son. My little kid, Brian Finley, for hey. the ladies. Hey, Daddy, hey. how's it going? Yeah, I, like, wait a minute. I was scared because I thought Isaac Lohenkrein. Well, I, I have no problem with Isaac, but yeah. I was afraid they weren't going to be here today. I don't know where you got that information. I be- got it Thursday when I got like the, the rundown of the weekend information stuff. You must have been drunk or something. Because- yeah, you slipped that vodka into your cherry juice. That's what happened when you were Why looking at that Why is everybody ganging up on me? What the hell did I do? I mean... Well, Daddy, hope you, hopefully one day you'll get me a drink. All right, uh, NFL Network is reporting Jags defensive back Jalen Ramsey will test out his injured back in warm-ups today to see if he's up for playing against the Broncos. Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman dealing with a chest injury is a go today against the Bills. His teammate running back Rex Burkhead remains a game-time decision with a bum foot. Chargers wide receiver Travis Benjamin is out today against the Dolphins with a hip issue. Hey, online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Saturday in college football, first-ranked Clemson lollygags past North Carolina 21-20 the missed a two-pointer to take the lead late. Fifth-ranked Ohio State box cuts Nebraska 48-7. Cornhuskers quarterback Adrian Peterson, or Adrian Peterson, (laughs) Adrian Martinez uh, barfed up three interceptions. I think Adrian Peterson could have played better than Martinez (laughs) last night. I agree. I agree. Uh, Number six Oklahoma tranquilizes Texas Tech 55-16. Sooners quarterback Jalen Hurts four touchdowns. Fifth-ranked Auburn taking a crowbar to Mississippi State 56-23. And finally, Saturday in boxing, Errol Spence Jr. winning by split decision over Sean Porter to become the unified welterweight champion. Errol Spence Jr. after the match actually called out Andy Furman for a fight, but Furman's agent turned down the fight because his client, he says, Andy, only does sumo wrestling. 
Back oh, wow. to you guys. Yeah. I'll yeah. sumo you right mm-hmm. out the door. How's that? <laughs> All really? right. All right. Thanks. See you in an hour. Thank you so much. By the way, it's a two-way streak. We'll get to that in just about a minute. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And by the way, we want to welcome everybody back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And by the way, in less than 10 minutes, we'll have Bronx Talk Radio. But right now, I'm going to let you know that we have the Raiders and Colts. All right? And I'm looking over here at the latest line. Oakland's getting six and a half. I'm a little upset with the Oakland Raiders thus far this year. I thought they would give a better showing. They're one and two. Colts are two and one. Raiders have lost two straight last week. They lost to the Vikings, which I don't think was a surprise, really, 34-14. But the Colts surprised me. They've now won two straight, and that brings us to that three-in-a-row streak I talked about. Last week, they beat Atlanta. I was shocked at that, 27-24. Really? Yeah, I really was. I liked Atlanta to win the game. But it's not shocking when the Colts win a home game like that. They've got a quality roster. And even down, Darius Leonard, who was out last week, not going to play again today. Uh, Also, T.Y. Hilton might not play. So we'll see. That depth is going to be tested for the the Colts um, by the Raiders. They don't cover tight ends very well. Watch out for Darren Waller today. Yeah, Yeah, he could have a good game. Uh, But that is, I'm telling you, Chris Ballard's done a heck of a job really uh, stocking the shelves with talent. That's a talented Colts team where I think Plank was talking about this this morning when uh, he was filling in for Jason Martin. He was talking about how many teams in the NFL could lose their starting quarterback and fare as well as the Colts have thus far. Yeah, good point. And there are a lot of teams that they couldn't. They couldn't do as well as the Colts have. So it does. It's a testament to Chris Ballard. And let's not go too, too crazy with what the Colts have done. They survived against uh, the Falcons. It hasn't been a work of art uh, with their wins, um, but they've been in every game, and there are a lot of teams that can't say the same thing if they lost their starter. Yeah, I want to go back to what you said about the tight end Darren Waller of the Oakland Raiders because I, you know, for what I've been reading, and I, I don't read a lot about the Raiders, but what I've seen in some national publications, they say it's a stroke of genius that they're using him in the passing game. Now all of a sudden, John Gruden's a genius. I mean, why? Because I, I understand he's got like what twenty five, twenty six receptions on the year, and they're using him big time. But they say it's a brilliant move, and it, it's a genius move. Where, where did this come from to use the tight end, and now it's a genius <laughs> move? Well, come on, really. If, if anything, they should be more excited about Josh Jacobs, their running back. That's the guy who's well, really carrying the load on the ground for them. Yeah, well, his carries have really gone downhill. Uh, he hasn't been getting as many touches. So curious to see what he does today, how many carries Josh Jacobs gets. Because I like him as a running back, but his carries yeah. have been going down, down, down each week. I think he only had 10 carries last week. And now I have to go back and look, but... They're playing from behind. Get it? There's a deficit. You got to throw the ball and all of that. But you've got to run the ball effectively to have a chance on the road when the Raiders are going to be a less talented team than a lot of their opponents. And when you're on the road for, what, 49 straight days between home games? What a stretch on the road. And you've got to be able to run the ball if you're going to be playing away from home for that long. You right. gotta be able week, to give your give your defense a chance, give them a rest. Just lean on teams. You gotta be able to run the ball effectively. No, no doubt about that. And I tell you, if I'm not mistaken, next week I think the Raiders play in London against the Bears. 
Right. Well, that's one of the, and that's their quote unquote home game. Right. 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 So that's why they're going to be gone for it's around forty nine days, Andy. It's like they don't play a, a home game until November. We got to wait until then. It's crazy. Right. They played Detroit, I think, in November, the first week of November, to play the Lions. And that's not going to be an easy game either. But getting back to the Colts, their running game, their running is pretty good with Marlon Mack. I mean, he's getting almost five yards a carry. And I'm very surprised at Jacoby Brissett. I mean, really and truly, he could get maybe some no, sort of like, well, no, I don't know. No, I, I want to I stop pass you before it, you even think I know, about going. I know, Come on. No, or you you no, weren't no, going to no. say the, the, the letters MVP. No, 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 no. Okay, I, all right, all right. I, I, all I know is that he's having a pretty good year. A passer rating one twelve. I'm shocked. I really, I'm kind of shocked. But you know, with a good running game, that takes so much pressure off a quarterback. I mean, look, football is not that scientific. It's not that tough. It's blocking. It's tackling. And basically, you have to have an even keel offense. What do I mean by that? Run the ball and pass the ball evenly. You run the ball to open up the offense, and then you can pass. All right, that's what they're doing right now because they got Marlon Mack who's averaging almost five yards a carry. It opens up to Jacoby Brissett and gets some good protection. But a bing, but a bang. There you go. That's basically what it is in football. So when I watch these games on TV, I. I want to throw stuff at the screen when everybody tells the keys to the game. They give me the same keys to every freaking game every week because those are the keys. That's what football's all about. Sounds so angry. So much venom. No, I'm not. We need I'm to not. get you no, some cherry no, juice not. with vodka no. in it. So no, we can, I'm not. Do we I really get you come happier off? over here. But, but, like, I understand what you're saying, Andy. And, look, Jacoby Brissett, he's played good football. And it's funny. I'm just looking at the stats by quarterbacks, and I'm looking for things to take credit away from him. Right. Like, well, they've been running the ball effectively. When you have Quentin Nelson, you can crank up the running game and then work in the passing game. I'm just looking at where he stacks up among some other quarterbacks. Take a guy like Deshaun Watson. Same division, gets a ton of credit, and deservedly so. Right. Deshaun Watson, just throw it out there, some numbers. Uh, Deshaun has completed 61 of 93 passes this year. Jacoby has completed 66 of 92. So he's completed five more passes with one fewer attempt. That's pretty good. He's in the right. he's in the neighborhood of Deshaun Watson. It's not as if he's throwing the ball way less than those other guys and his numbers are sort of lying and no, he's right there. Dak Prescott, he's in the neighborhood of Dak Prescott. Touchdowns to interceptions, completions right. to attempts, all that stuff. He's right there. So you got to give Jacoby Brissett some credit. I don't think over the long haul he's on the same level as, as those guys. But just three games in, you can't take credit away from what he's done thus far. That's I'm with all. you right there. And he's in the same ballpark because Deshaun Watson's quarterback or passer rating is like a 108, 109. And I think Jacoby Brissett's like about a 112. But one of the key stats that I think gets overlooked is like yards per completion. That's a key because you could have like 61 for 93 and, and like a three yards for every pass completed. But as far as I think Deshaun Watson, it's almost nine yards for every pass completed. And I think for, uh, for, for Jacoby Brissett, it's more like six or seven. In the same ballpark. We're in the same arena. But I'm with you. It's a small sample size. Come back to me in the middle of November around Thanksgiving time. We'll see where his stats are there. Right? Well, That's what look, it's all about. He's a... He's the probably the best backup in the NFL, who's now a starter. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I think that we'll see. It's, it's really early in Jacoby Brissett's career. I don't think that he's this franchise quarterback going to be around for a decade. He's a guy who gives you a chance to win a Super Bowl each and every year. I don't think he's that guy. 
But he is serviceable. He's a guy where if you have to put him in due to injury or, in this case, retirement, I don't think just based on him and him alone, your season's going to fall apart. And you got to hit the waiver wire and all. Like, he's a legitimate guy, and he's been playing good football thus far. And think about this, Andy. Who are you taking right now just in terms of being a better overall quarterback? Is it Jacoby Brissett or is it Derek Carr? Who's your guy? You know, that's a great point, but I, I think right now you got to give Derek Carr some credit because he's, he's, that offense is really ridiculous because they, they were counting on Antonio Brown. He's not there. I'm sure the offense was kind of geared to him. So I, I like Derek Carr. I really do. And we'll see. Again, a, a short little sample size for Jacoby Brissett. We'll see. However, Jacoby Brissett just keeping the seat warm for Andrew Luck to come back next year. Oh, is that going to happen? Yeah, I think it will. Okay, (laughs) all right. We'll see what happens there. All right. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. You know what? The people are rude. The streets are dirty. And the prices are high. But we're still going there. Bronx Talk Radio is freaking next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Bronx Talk Radio right around the corner about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. He's Brian O. I'm Andy Furman. Hey, you want to hear something amazing? Well, Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting the cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cash back match. Let's go to the Bronx. Guys, guys. It's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Up yours, you Get out of here. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. 
hosted by the great Chris P. Chris P. Chris P. We're freaking counting down the days now until the Yankees get into the playoffs where they freaking belong. Friday, Friday, taking on Minnesota. I don't even know where Minnesota is. What do those people eat there? Do they have some sort of regionalism on pizza that's awful? I don't know, but we're going to take down those freaking Minnesota twins. Where's your Bronx accent today? You lost it's it. It's right freaking you lost, here. What are you talking like from, about? You sound like you're from Minnesota. I no. You took a freaking vacation to the right. Midwest over there, Chris P. Right. Yeah. Right. You Will did. you relax? Will you freaking relax and tell me how much you guys want these rings or not? Of course we. That the goes without rings. being said over here. Oh, We're from the Bronx it. over here. Where's your accent now, huh? 28th ring. Here we come, baby. You know yeah. what it is. The only ring I want is an onion ring. That's what I want. Listen to you. Now that is that is Midwest and fair there. That's what those people eat. Hey, uh, talking about Midwest and weird people from Minnesota, let's talk about Mark Le- I, I wish I could say this name right. Mark freaking Latestu playing for the Winnipeg Jets caught yes. during NHL preseason on the bench eating a whole packet of mustard. Disgusting. Now, I know mm. that, Brian, know over here, you have really weird breakfast foods yourself, but what do you guys <laughs> really think weird. about I this? Really weird. I eat Pop-Tarts and Nutri-Grain bars. Yeah, that's What's weird. weird about that's that, freaking huh? weird. Get an egg in here or something or some pizza. I don't know. What's wrong with Get this? Get some pizza here. Okay. Yeah, bre- right. they make breakfast pizza. It's left uh, over from the night before. It. That's what. It, by the way, I got no problem with the guy eating the mustard pack because I maybe do. he thought he was he thought he was Popeye instead of spinach. He's eating Look, mustard. What's the it's, difference? It's gross. That's the problem I have. It's gross. Why would you eat mustard just by itself? Mustard is disgusting itself, even on a hot dog or a burger. I go Patrick Mahomes when they put mustard ketchup. on my burger over there. He's eating it by itself. It's Patrick terrible. Mahomes eats ketchup by itself. Now that, if you're going to do something by itself, you go ketchup all day over mustard. Oh, what is wrong with these people? All right, here, let's make a, you know what? Let's make a bet. I know much how you, you guys like losing money yeah, yeah, on okay, this good. thing. So yeah. Bill's Patriots is this freaking weekend, is this here on Sunday. And I'm not going to talk about the line from the game. What I am going to talk about is a prop bet that someone from the Bill's Mafia, which is what they call the freaking fans up in upstate, is going to throw onto the field, let's just call it a... Uh, a marital assistance device. Wow. Or maybe a wow, buildo. Nice. That's, that's what I've nice. called it. Yeah, it's, that's favorite, what I'm going with. The bet, yes, yes is the favorite right now at minus 140, plus 100 for no. Which side are you taking? It's just yes all day, of course. It's yes, especially if the Mala Militia's up there. If the oh. Mala Militia goes up there, it'll be all over the field, believe me. <laughs> This is a tradition going back to 2016 where somebody threw, as Chris P. said, a Bildo onto the field. It's happened every year yeah. since when the Bills are hosting the Patriots. It's happening again. It's a done it's tradition. deal. It's Lock tradition. Lock it in. Lock it in. Let's Will make some freaking multiple? money. Will there be multiple? That's the only question. Mm. Will there be multiple? It, That's it. I, I like tradition. your odds there. I like your odds for multiple. Yeah, yeah. Take it. Book it. Book Real it. quick, J-Lo and Shakira are going to be headlining the Super Bowl show. You guys buying it? First of all, does anybody go to the Super Bowl or watch it for the halftime show? That's the time you go to the toilet and get your fr- your potatoes and drinks and everything like that. So no one goes to the Super Bowl for the halftime show. Am I correct? You're freaking wrong again here. Oh, Sounded oh yeah, like you're, oh yeah. you're 15 years older than you actually are over there, right? Now, what I don't are you tune talking in, about? I don't tune in the game just for the halftime entertainment, but I'm going to watch the halftime entertainment, and I love this. What's but you still love? watch the Shakira game if there was no J-Lo? halftime. Totally fine with this. Could be a good show. All right. 
I sign off on this. Freaking 30 seconds here. Speaking about getting drinks, man in Texas, Billy Bob Hall, what a name, thought he had a warrant out for his arrest, decided to pound seven brews and turn himself in. Turned out he didn't have a warrant for his arrest, but they decided to arrest him for public intoxication on the spot. He's my hero. He's my hero. This guy's tough. Was he drinking uh, cherry juice spiked with vodka by chance? Listen to you. What do you think they drink down in Texas? Rolling Rock, my favorite. Is that what no, it's Billy Bud, Bob it was Budweiser. Hall was tanked on over there? Was it, was it the freaking Andy Budweiser. You're all wrong. You're all Stop. freaking wrong. No, we're not. No. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. He'll be watching the game, just like you. We'll get to that in just about a minute. But right now it's time to say, wake up, America. Yes, it is that time. It's Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman, and we are both coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote now. Without further ado, get the music. Get the music. Yeah, I want to hear it because he's my guy, my partner, my friend, the brains of the outfit. I tell you right now, I promise you, he's the hardest working man in radio today. Yes, the one, the only, Brian. No, hello, B. How are you? I'm doing great, Andy Furman. Again, love the intros. You are my flavor flave, and I mean that sincerely, where you do uh, a great job pumping uh, me up, making me uh, sound better than I actually am. I do like how you're like, get the music! And Chris P is sitting there like, get the music. What? what? And he just cranked it up a little louder. Well, that's good. I love that you you made Chris's eyes bug out a little bit. Like, am, am I supposed to get a certain song? Or, I'll just I'll, I'll just crank it up a little louder. The problem like is, that. it's fading out in the machine as yeah. he says it too. So it's oh, like oh. I can I can't stop it from going away. Okay. Yeah, I like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I want to touch on college football. I I love college football. I really do. Because the NFL Sunday, and I, I can't wait for it. I, I, You know, the fall season goes too fast because the six days go by so quickly to get to the seventh, which is Sunday. But you got Thursday night, you got Monday night. It's great. It really is. But if you look at the NFL schedule, more often than not, there's like three great games and the rest of them are kind of like also ran. College, you just don't know. And I love when the conference games start. And yesterday with that North Carolina loss, you know, so be it. All right, Clemson had a bad day. It happens. Maybe they didn't get up for the – who knows? There's always reason. These are kids. Right? They're well, 18-year-old kids, right? But well, I, I, I ask you this. Give right. me, in your estimation, who's going to be number one this week because I don't think Clemson's going to be Alabama. number one. It's not going to be Clemson. It's going to okay. be Alabama. Clemson I, I may fall to third. Uh, maybe. I mean, it's yeah. possible. I mean, they should. I, I mean, agree. Georgia has a much better quality win taking down Notre Dame. Right. Compared to Clemson, their schedule so far, um, Clemson, they just they were completely ordinary yesterday, and their schedule. They beat Texas M earlier this year, but their schedule is so weak. That's the only ranked team on their schedule right now. Is the team that they beat earlier, the second game of the year, Texas A and M. And me, Andy, the way I look at it, like this, just briefly, because we've talked about the college football playoff format right. a lot. Right. So I don't want to just completely beat a dead horse. But this is another reason why I'm fine with four teams in the playoff. Where if Clemson loses that game to North Carolina, they're not a lock to make it into the playoff at all. With as weak as their conference schedule is, their overall schedule, right. they're not a lock to make it in. And I like that. I like the stakes being the so be. high where you got to bring it every single week or you might be on the outside looking in. That's great. I think I'm that's good. You. I'm going to give you my top five, I think, for this week. Georgia, one. Alabama, two. I got wow. Per, 
Uh, probably about Clemson three, Oklahoma four, Ohio State five. I mean, hey, I I don't see Georgia if they haven't leapfrogged Alabama already. I don't know why they would when they had a bye week. You know, yeah. I, I don't think think that's going to happen. I think it'd probably go. Bama, Clemson, Georgia. I think you make a solid argument that Bama and Georgia should both be ranked ahead of Clemson. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't as matter. long as you're yeah. one of the four teams in the playoff, you settle it on the field, it's all good. But I just think that, look, if you want to angle for six teams in the playoff, eight teams in the playoff, okay. But just think of it like this, Andy. It's been floated out there. If it's eight teams in the playoff, that happens one day. There have been people saying, well, it should be the automatic conference champions from the Power Five Power conferences. Five, yeah. So play that thing out as it pertains to yesterday. If Clemson loses to North Carolina, they can still win the ACC. They right. can still be in the playoff if that's the new format. And I ask you, what what does the loss really mean for Clemson right. if they went down to North Carolina yesterday? It means nothing. Exactly. And I've always <laughs> believed that less is more. In life, less is more. You know what? The less teams, least amount of teams in play, like even like baseball, the expansion of that second wild card. You know, NBA. I mean, you see it and I see it. These guys rest all year long just to get into the playoffs. Get less teams in there and it's more meaningful during the regular season. Yes. But it's all about money. That's all about the, gr- the green cabbage. That's what it's all about. Right. Well, it's another indication to me, if they expand it to six teams or eight teams, I'm not going to just be like, I'm done with college football. This is terrible. I'm not going to act like it's only bad. There are only drawbacks. There would be some positives to seeing those teams go toe-to-toe in a playoff. I get all that, Andy. But if they get to eight teams, I don't want any automatic bids. I don't want any automatic conference champions, no questions asked, you're in there. Because of what we saw yesterday, I want Clemson versus North Carolina to mean a lot. I want a loss, if Clemson went down, to possibly bite them in the butt and prevent them from getting into the playoff. I want that on the line. I don't want it to be, eh, Mulligan, you're still going to win the ACC. It stinks. It's not any good. So Clemson's still going to be there. The loss wouldn't have meant anything. I don't think that's good for college football going forward. I'm with you. I'm, I, don't, I don't agree with you a lot. I really wow. don't. But, but really? I'm with you. No? Yeah. No, I do. <laughs> okay. I, it's on the food. I don't agree with you a lot. But, uh, yeah, man. You're we'll, anti-cherry turnovers. I don't get that. Well, we'll see about that. Let's go. Or, I'm know, sorry, two, cherry Pop-Tarts. Cherry, cherry Pop-Tarts. A, a team that probably won't be in the playoffs, we'll talk about the Carolina Panthers. They're one and two. They got to the Houston Texans today. They're two and one. Last week, Panthers, they win, but they went over Arizona. But anybody, I think uh, Georgia could win over Arizona. 38 20. And I'm only kidding. Okay, to Texans, good. they beat the Chargers 27 20. But the key right now is Cam Newton. And how long is he going to be out? Let's take a listen, Cam. How long are you going to be out? You know, I've decided that I will take time away from the game. This is me being a bigger person and being real with myself and saying, look, What's the ultimate goal that you're trying to accomplish? Winning the Super Bowl. Okay, if you want to win a Super Bowl, this is the steps that you got to go to. It could very well be a week, or it could be two weeks. It could be three weeks. It could be four weeks. It could be six weeks. But the thing that I have to understand and know, if it takes that time, I trust in this team that they will, we will, still be in a great situation by the time I get back. Super Bowl, Cam? Are you kidding? 
I mean, really. No, what no. drug are you on right now? By the way, Carolina is four. <laughs> they're getting four and a half now at Houston. I don't think they got a chance today. But you know what? Their backup, Kyle oh, Allen, he, he yeah, was decent. Kyle Allen was decent last week. He really he was. fantastic. Was. Four touchdown yeah. passes. He had yes. a great game. As you mentioned, it's the Arizona Cardinals. So we'll see. It's a, a step up in competition. There's no doubt. But with Cam, if we circle back to what Cam's talking about there for a second, I dislike when he's saying I got to be 100% to be back. Right. And it's like, Cam, you've played with, you know, you've played hurt before. You've you played, played on one leg. Yeah, you've gotten out there and you've gutted it out. And I think he's saying, well, yeah, I gutted it out this year. And where did it get me? It just got me further away from being healthy when he was playing while injured in week two against Tampa and aggravated his foot injury. But I, I understand what he's thinking, but I still I push back and say, 100%? you got to be 100% before you get back out on the field. I, I don't think that's the way it should be. If you're 99%, you're like, nope, got to give it a little bit more time. I'm not 100. I, I don't think that's the, the way it should be. Listen, Cam's a warrior. Cam's played hurt before. I'm not calling the guy soft at all. And right. I understand his reluctance to get back out there and to potentially do more damage to himself. I get all of that. I just I don't like when somebody puts out the, I got to be a hundred percent completely healthy when he's got teammates that aren't close to a hundred percent who are gutting it out. Right? Like I just that that doesn't come across well. That's all. If you're on in his inner circle and you're saying, hey, say this, don't say that, you're not saying, yeah, 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 go with the 100%. you got to be 100 before you come back and play. You're not saying, yeah, go with that. They're going to eat that up. They're going to love that. They're not going to eat that up. They're going to hate it. You know, it's funny because you're going to week four today, and I guarantee you 90% of the players in the National Football League are not 100%. Right. They can't be. There's, no. Just, there's just no way. It's, it's part of the game. But I will tell you this much, and this is my warped logic, why Cam Newton went out and said that. I honestly believe, and I can't prove it, and you can't make fun of me, but you can. You probably will. I think I think it's the Andrew Luck syndrome. I think that after Andrew Luck walked away. Yeah. yeah, when Andrew Luck walked away from the game, the light went off in Cam's head and said, wait a minute. You know, he he's smart. Yeah. He's walking away. You know what? Maybe I need to, like, shut it down a little bit because I don't want to be like him. There could be something to it. I don't know what's going on in Cam's mind. But, yeah, there could be something there. I think it's – you go back to week one and week two, and he clearly was underperforming. He's clearly not doing what he's capable of doing, and that's mostly because of his foot injury. And he had to say he had to take the high road after the week two loss. Remember, it was an embarrassing loss at home against Tampa – and the offense was getting booed. Cam was getting booed. Right. And he was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good enough to get out there and play. And we know he was injured. We know he's not getting the ball on fourth down instead of you know, Christian McCaffrey getting it because he's not healthy. But you can't say that. And so he played along. He's like, hey, man, if I'm out there, I'm in good enough health. I got to get it done. No excuses. But we know that he's been affected by that injury. You can't say it after a game. You can say it before a game that right. you're, you're not quite healthy enough. Um, that dynamic is weird, but that is what it is. I just think that you shouldn't put it out there. you got to be 100% because people right. are going to look at you sideways and be like, dude, everybody else is gutting it out. They're not 100%. It just doesn't read well. That's all. I mean, Julian Edelman's his chest has a hole in it that he's going to yeah. probably play today. Right. I mean, really, come on. 
100 yeah. percent doesn't happen in that sport. And I, I look at the Houston Texans. There's too many weapons. I mean, Deshaun Watson got DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills. I mean, honestly, just too many weapons right there for the Panthers to contain. But I, I, I love, I really love McCaffrey. I really love I mean, this I guy. Yeah. I mean, he's just like he's he's a coach's dream. He, he does everything you want him and more. He could catch his balls out of the backfield. He runs. He's just a heck of a ball player, but they just don't have enough. They don't have enough well, gas in the tank. I don't think I, they I, I think you're right on this one, Andy. The Texans are a little goofy. Sometimes they play down to the level of their competition. I don't think it's going to happen today. But, look, Kyle Allen is no pushover. He's capable of making plays and big-time throws. Something to keep your eye on, though. The Houston Texans haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher until you got to go back all the way to week 17 of 2017. So they're good against the rush. And if they're able to keep Christian McCaffrey to a, a modest total, we're saying you know, 60, 70 yards on the ground, something like that. If you keep him to a modest total and you put a lot more on Kyle Allen's shoulders, I think that plays to the Texans' benefit. I, I think the Texans win in cover today. I like them today. Uh, you know what? You. This, is, this is for you. I, I did this for you, okay? Because right now, because I, I, I never even look at this until you kind of like, you know, in my little nose notebook, I have these little notes here. Uh-huh. Right now, the Panthers are playing back-to-back road games. That's pretty tough, okay? Sure. And the Texans are 7-3 and three in their last 10 home games. All right, so that that's kind of the mix. That's part of the mix that you know you would love. So I, I did that for you. Well, thank you. I love yeah. that. Great. Okay. Seven and three in the last ten home games. You're running right. down stats, thinking of me. Yes, that's awesome, Andy. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Showing shows you me my love life is. while doing your research about ball. It's there great. You go. Right. It's awesome. By man. the way, we I want to give out you know our Twitter handles and our phone number, but in the next segment we're going to have a tweet here from Joe Sauter. Joe okay. Sartor has a given tease. us a tweet. Yes, we're yeah. gonna go. We're gonna eat him up alive, Big Joe. If you're <laughs> listening, get, strap it in. Get your seatbelt. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. But by the way, you can get to strap us. it in. Th- Isn't that the Buffalo game today? Is that? No, 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 no. Don't go there. Sorry, we're sorry. PG. We're okay. PG now. And right. you could be like Joe if you want to. How <laughs> at the No Show and OE Show at Andy Furman FSR or eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. This hour, bottom barrel betting. The third hour, Alex Marvez, the Sheik, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. Follow that up with my guy Brian No and No's picks. But we have the proof that this guy is truly old school. That's next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The hype ends today. We'll explain that in just about a minute, 20 past the hour. We call this Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. And by the way, you want to hear something amazing? Do you really want to? I'll tell you. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where? At discover.com slash cash back match. All right, here we go. Big Joe. Big Joe. Joe Sauter on Twitter says, do you guys even watch college football? <laughs> wow, oh, that's not that Joe. Way- no. Yeah. How is yeah. your Ohio State not in your top four? Yeah. Clearly one of the four best in the country with arguably the nation's best defender and player leading the way. Look, I get it. Their quarterback's going to be a Heisman candidate. He's going to get some votes. He may even win the Heisman. I love Ohio State. Their offense is tremendous. They got some great skilled players. But you got to beat you got to beat people that matter. They beat Miami of Ohio. They beat University of Cincinnati, which is in the American Athletic Conference. Yesterday they they drilled a, a, a tremendous Nebraska team. Are you kidding? Play yeah. somebody. Next when they play Wisconsin and they beat Wisconsin, yes. That'll be the key. Right. I'm with you on this. No, they're not a top four team right now. Everything's going to sort itself out. Sure it will. There are three SEC teams in front of them right now. So that's not going to be the case at the end of the year. You know, there's not all three of those teams are going to be ahead of Ohio State. So that's my thing with fans is just calm down. Worry about stuff that really matters. If they're not in the top four right now, who cares if Joe they does. When and they're going to be there. It's fine. Joe, Joe Sauter cares. It's just such a fan thing to be like, respect our team. Give them the proper respect. Fans always whine about a lack of respect. As long right. as they keep winning, they will get that respect. But they haven't earned it yet. You rattled right. off the, the schedule Florida Atlantic, Cincinnati, Indiana, Miami of Ohio, and Nebraska. Sorry, that's not a gauntlet. Joe, get you know? the Ohio State underwear off, really. Yeah, really. That's where. It, but they've got you know Michigan State, Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan. They play right. some good teams. Yeah. The second it'll, half of the season, so they keep out. winning games. They'll get that respect. It's fine. There you go. It's what right. do you got? What do you got, my man? What do you a got? A couple of tweets here when uh, we were talking about Eddie Garcia claiming Ugh. basically uh, Marcel. Who calls in our show as well? Eddie Garcia says you can only call Maller's show. Show some loyalty. We made you. Uh, Gumby Dave tweeted in and said, I think Andy should write a letter and mail it to Eddie Garcia expressing his outrage. 
How about that? Are you up for that? You know you what's not a bad idea. Not, That's not a bad yeah, idea like because it. he might read that letter on the air. He just might do that. There you go. Yeah. I want to get into a. I want to get into a battle with Eddie Garcia. That's a fine. Hey, I'm with yeah. you, man. I'm, I'm your ally you, you over me, here. Here we go. Yeah. There yeah, you go. mean we'll take them down. We're not scared. Hell yes. And also Hell this, yeah. Andy Furman, from the Tan Man. The He's tan talking man. about the North Carolina game, the decision of them to go for two when they were down by one against Clemson. Uh-huh. He says, love the show, fellas. That's very nice of him. But come on. <laughs> so the pleasantries are out of the way. Going for two was no doubt the right call. Overtime would have been a disaster for us. The D was pretty much spent. And that drive felt like the offense's last bullet in the gun. Take the shot when it's there. It just didn't work. I disagree with that. I'm with him. I'm, I agree with him, really. And I'm glad Andy, they went for the like, two. All of a sudden, like the defense is spent? Really? Based on what? Like, Look at the total yards of the game. Clemson outgained North Carolina 331 to 290. And Clemson's defense, you want to talk about a defense may, like maybe being out of gas or something – North Carolina went on a 16-play, 75-yard drive to score that touchdown. How was Clemson's defense performing down the stretch? I just don't want Travis Lawrence getting the ball back again. I, I just go Trevor Lawrence. I don't want getting the, the ball back again. I understand he would get it back anyway with the two-point conversion, but at least yeah. I have the lead. If he gets it back when you have one point, you go for the one kick, and the one point in the game is tied, he could go downfield to get a field goal and they lose. I don't have a problem with with the aggressive decision to go for two. I have a problem with the thought of we're North Carolina and we're nowhere near the quality of Clemson. That's where I push back. And I'm I'm like, yeah, generally that's right. But not yesterday. Right. Yesterday, North Carolina was every bit as good as Clemson. So that's where people get off track, which is, oh, and you you hear it in those comments. Oh, well, the D was spent. Oh, you're just waiting for it to go south at any moment. And I'm like, based on the entire 60-minute game, why would you expect that? The game was proving it probably wasn't happening for North Carolina going south like that. And That's according all. to what you're telling me, and I agree, that was it was every reason they should have gone for two. Nah, because they they were the they outplayed them yesterday. They, if, there you, was a reason, if you're outplaying a, a team, no, 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 no. This is where I disagree, Andy. If you're outplaying a team and you're at home, you don't do something desperate, going for two, knowing if you don't get it, it's pretty much the game is over. You got to right. get an onside well, kick, and your chances of that aren't very good. I like you're the putting all gambling. your eggs in one basket, and if you are going toe to toe, and you're at home, you've got the advantage. You don't have to do something out of desperation if you have the advantage. The desperation came not so much, I believe, and I can't read Mac Brown's mind. Not so much on on the game itself, but going into the game having lost two straight, and now they've lost three straight. Still, I think that's a desperation. However came. you slice it, desperate, right? And you didn't need you to there. be. That's right. all. Maybe the Buffalo Bills will be desperate today because they're 3-0. and Who knew? Who knew that the Buffalo Bills will be 3-0? and They're at home today against the Patriots. And by the way, the line right there, Buffalo is getting only seven. Only seven in that game today. But Bill Belichick was asked a question earlier in the week about analytics. Uh-huh. And he says, ah, just not for me. My, my interest in analytics is less than zero. Although he did say he likes math. But it's not really my thing, analytics. So, like, well, it's they- also it's you got to be specific here, Andy, because they use it when they're, you know, they're looking at players, they're projecting who they're going to draft. They do rely on it. 
He was talking specifically like about going, the, going for going fourth, fourth down, fourth well, down, two point conversions, right. that sort of stuff. So it was a portion of analytics. It wasn't analytics as a whole. That's all. Right. I'm with yeah. you right there. But you know what? It doesn't make a difference to the, to me because today I think the Patriots roll. I really do. And I think that the uh, the undefeated thing comes to an end. I think they win. I think it's going to be a close game. I, I think the Bills cover, though. I really do. Okay, you say close game. Two good defenses. I just yeah. look at Josh Allen against a really good Patriots defense. And I ask myself, are they going to make a lot of plays offensively? I have a hard time seeing that. Now, you know, anything can happen. 60-minute right. ball game, who knows? They find a, a groove. They figure out something that works. It can happen. But I just I don't love Josh Allen and how inconsistent he is against a really solid defense that has been getting after the quarterback. I don't well, that's like the that key. Mix. See, that's the key because right now you look at Josh Allen, you look at the stats, wait a minute. Who did he play? He played the Jets, the Giants, and the Bengals. Now he's yeah. playing big time. Now he's going with the big boys. Oh, well, and you could say that with the Patriots too. They've they've beaten teams that are a combined one and eight. So I guess the same thing holds true if you're talking about the Patriots' pass rush and some of those certain stats. Yeah, maybe it's watered down, but good lord, you go back to the previous game before this season, Super Bowl, holding the Rams to three points. Like we we have more reason to question the Bills' credentials coming into this game, what they've done this season than the Patriots, right? right? That's obvious. I will say one thing that I have my eye on this game, not so much on the Patriots' side of the ball, but the uh, the Bills' side of the ball. This Frank Gore. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. What, what is he, yeah. 36? Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, really, he's their leading rusher. I mean, it's amazing to me. This guy still plays. He, he's un- And I watched him play last week against Cincinnati. He's like a bull. Yards after catch were coming out of the backfield as well. He's averaging almost four yards a carry. It's amazing. The workhorse yeah. at 36. And, I know, and then I hear awesome. Cam Newton doesn't want to play because yeah. he's not 100%. Well, I just don't like the 100% thing. He, and he's battled through injuries, playing hurt. Just don't say you got to be 100%. That's unfair to your teammates who are right. going out there who are less than 100%. Something else to consider, Andy, this game with the Bills. Hosting the Patriots outside of sex toys potentially being thrown on the field during the action. And they will be. They will be. The Patriots, they've won 17 consecutive games against first or second year starting quarterbacks. Think about Belichick coming up with some wrinkles for Jared Goff. And Jared Goff having no answers in the Super Bowl. Of course, Belichick's going to have some wrinkles for Josh Allen. And I, I but let me make it clear. I don't hate Josh Allen as a quarterback. He's just too inconsistent. Right. He's inaccurate too often. And going up against a Belichick-coached defense, that's going to be tough. I'd be very impressed if they get the better of the Patriots today. The one thing I noticed about Josh Allen as I watched him last week against the Bengals very mobile. I didn't think he was that mobile and strong. He's like a bull. It's hard to bring down. He's like a, a yes. young Ben Roethlisberger. He really is. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really tough running yes, the ball in the open field. Just you, you gotta you gotta be careful, you know. Yeah. Slide. Just be careful. Don't take those extra hits. Don't exactly don't right. hurdle dudes like he did last year in Minnesota. Remember right. that? Oh. <laughs> Injuries yeah. are coming the your way soon. If you nightmare. keep doing that stuff. Yeah. There you go. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. They have the worst O line in football. We'll tell you who, but first. To our guy, we love him dearly, Brian Fenley, with the latest. Hey guys, what's going on? NFL Network has learned Chargers running back Melvin Gordon, who's activated today after a 64-day holdout, 
will come in strictly for emergency purposes against the Dolphins. Gordon's teammate, wide receiver <laughs> Travis Benjamin, is out today against the Dolphins with a hip issue. Lions quarterback Matt Stafford is suffering from hip pain and is planning on playing against the Chiefs. Jags defensive back Jalen Ramsey will wait and see how his injured back feels during warm-ups today against the Broncos to gauge whether or not he'll play. Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman dealing with a chest injury as a go today against the Bills. His teammate running back Rex Burkhead remains a game-time decision with a bum foot. Hey, online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. A couple token scores from Saturday's college football night. Fifth-ranked Ohio State bludgeons Nebraska 48-7. Buckeyes quarterback Justin Fields had his hand in four touchdowns. Seventh-ranked Auburn tortures Mississippi State 56-23. Tigers quarterback Bo Nix accounted for three touchdowns. And 10th-ranked Notre Dame body bags 18th-ranked Virginia 35-20. The Fighting Irish had eight sacks. Back to Brian Owen, Andy Furman in just a second, but first a word from our friends at Farmers. From a dog accidentally flooding a living room to a dog taking a joyride, we've covered it. Talk to farmers. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. And back to my daddy, Andy Furman, and my daddy's best friend, Brian No. Thank you very, very much. Nice. See you in about an hour. Yeah. By the, By way, the way, how many emergency situations do you think the Chargers are going to find themselves in against the Dolphins today where Melvin Gordon would see some action? How, how many? According to that, he may not play. Yeah. <laughs> you think? Exactly. How, how many emergency? We got to break glass. Bring in Melvin Gordon. This is an emergency against the Dolphins. Okay. The only emergency yeah. might be if there's no peanuts on the plane. That's the emergency. <laughs> When they go back to California, that's the emergency. By the way, this guy needs protection. We'll get to that in just about a minute. He's Brian Noel, Mandy Furman. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. In less than 10 minutes, we have bottom barrel betting. And by the way, I was like 5-0 and like two weeks ago. I don't know what I was last week, but, you know, i am still got that championship belt, and I'm going to rub it in your face as much as I can. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, hopefully that ended. I don't know what the we'll scores we'll were. See. We'll find out. But you know, yeah. I wanted to touch on this game because uh, I, I said the hype is up. I talk about the hype with the Cleveland Browns. I mean, all of a sudden. Oh yeah, yeah. Baker Mayfield. I mean, all of a sudden he's like getting on Twitter wars now with Antonio yeah. Brown. You know, stop it already. I mean, really, yeah. could you stop it and play football? You're one and two. You're playing Baltimore today, two and one. And honestly, I mean, you can throw the records out the window because these two teams really always have good battles. Although I think it's going to be close, but I still think that Baltimore's going to win this game. They got two. It's it's just to me, Baltimore's a better team. I mean, well, Cleveland's getting seven in this game right now. But honestly, I think the hype is over. It's disappearing. And the question I have for you, my friend. Whose mm-hmm. fault is it? Is it Baker's fault? I mean, his, he's only completing 56% of his passes. He's got five INTs. It's a combination. It's yeah. a combination. Coaching, yeah. maybe. I mean, he's been right. sacked 11 times. The offensive line's really bad. Yeah, yeah. Really? The, so the tackles are bad. That's not a good offensive line. You could point to that. You could point to John Dorsey, who traded away Kevin Zeitler for Olivier Vernon. So you traded an offensive lineman for a defensive end when clearly you need a better offensive line in front of Baker Mayfield. So you could go with John Dorsey. Of course, you got to blame Baker Mayfield to some extent. He's been inconsistent, been inaccurate too often. And then also, Freddie Kitchens 
What are you doing running a draw on fourth and nine? What is that? What are you doing that challenging and obvious pass interference call that would have been offsetting penalties and saved a down, which led to fourth and nine? If he challenges that, maybe there never is fourth and nine. So there have been gaffes all the way around. And you mentioned it today, Andy. You look at that weak offensive line for the Browns. The Ravens have blitzed on 47% of opposing QB's dropbacks this season. That's the highest mark in the NFL. So I think they're going to be pinning their ears back right. and really testing Baker Mayfield in that weaker offensive line. Why wouldn't you stick with something that's working, especially against an opponent that might not have any answers for it? Not even that. The Ravens have one of the best defenses in the National Football League as of uh, four weeks in. However, they're They've offense, been bum slayers, right? though. You know? Yeah. Cardinals, yeah. Dolphins. Eh. Right. You're right. The Dolphins, I mean, you know, it was a 59-10. to 10. I think they beat him that right. game. It was crazy. Yeah. But, you know, Lamar Jackson, what a surprise this guy has been. His quarterback rating is almost 114, 63 for 100, uh, 863 yards, seven TDs, no INTs, running the football. I mean, it really, it's just he, he's doing it all. Got 172 yards rushing, and he's got a rushing TD. So, you know, he brings new life and a new, I, I guess, vision to the offense of the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, and – uh Look, Lamar, he's been tremendous yes, at the beginning of the year. I mean, a couple of inconsistent throws last week against the Chiefs, but, I mean, that's secondary. When he's averaging 99 yards on the ground so far this year and everything he's been doing in the passing game, some of the plays that he's made this year, it's he's electric. And If he can just find more consistency throwing the ball, he's got a chance to be – possibly the best quarterback of the first-round guys from last year's draft. He's got a chance, right? Yeah. With uh, Darnold and Baker and all. He's got a chance to be the guy. I just got to see more consistency from him. But I I would rather have Lamar right now. Like, if you flip-flop those situations, I think that if Lamar played with Cleveland, he would be more effective than Baker is. I agree. Because he's more athletic, and well, I think he would more get more out of those wide receivers. I'm yeah. with you. I'm yeah. with you on that. Yeah, and and I like I like the Ravens in this game. Uh, and honestly, I think the Ravens put up some points. I think they put up like 34 points in this game. Oof. What is the total? I don't really? see that. Yeah, really? No. Well, I, I think the over and under is like 45 in this game. <sighs> Andy, what you got them scoring? They, how many? 31. 34. 34. Mark that down for next week. I really believe that. I just think they're going to open it up in soccer too, and the games in Baltimore. I, I don't see that. Well, I mean, look, the Browns' defense is no slouch. They held the Rams to 20 points last week, you know? Um, but it's so, not a question in my mind of defense. It's a question of, like, I don't think the Browns' offense is going to be on the field that much because Baltimore's going to pin him back. And I think Baker Mayfield's yeah. going to really be rushed rushed out of the stadium today. I mean, they're going to have a lot, He's gonna have have a a lot of time. snaps. A He's lot of har- snaps. have a hard time with that rush. I, right. I agree with you there. I don't think there's that many points, but um, I got you marked down for a bold Ravens uh, prediction this morning. But Thank real you. fast, if we can circle back to Baker Mayfield. Seriously, I agree with you. What are you doing? What are you doing? Right. What? He initially posts on Instagram a picture of himself at Oklahoma, and the caption reads, just some undersized walk-on. Keep that same energy. We don't care anymore about that. Let it go. I, I know, man. We, undersized walk-on. You won the freaking Heisman Trophy. What do you mean <laughs> undersized walk-on? Come on. Well, it's, look, it's fine. It's fine if he doesn't want to turn the page because I'm a firm believer in if you have a chip on your shoulder – 
And it does you some good. It motivates you. You work your butt off. You're focused. You want to prove the doubters wrong. Fine. More power to you. I just don't need to see it on Instagram. Right. Okay? Like, right. It's like, look at me. I'm the guy who people counted out. And blah. Yeah, it's I made just it. Like, I made up. it. Shut up. It's a lot like J.J. Watt working out. I love that he's working out. I just don't need to see it on social media every other day that I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Like, just go on about your business instead of telling everybody, like, hey, just so you know, I'm working really hard. Or just so you know, I'm proving the doubters wrong. Just let your play do the talking. Well, I will say this. I'd rather read Baker Mayfield on social media than Antonio Brown saying that he's going back to Central Michigan to get his degree. I mean, please. I mean, well, it's like comedy. He should do. He is. should do stand-up comedy. He really it should. Is. But it's funny, Andy, that Baker Mayfield and Antonio Brown got into a little bit of a uh, Instagram beef, if you will. Right. Because they're so similar. Both of those dudes crave attention. They crave the limelight. They crave people talking about them. That's the way it is. If Baker Mayfield didn't crave that attention, he never would have put on Instagram in the first place a picture of himself at Oklahoma, just some undersized walk-on, keep that same energy. It's like, dude, come on, man. What are you doing? Are you really that desperate? Do you need the attention that bad? You know what the bottom line is? Here's the bottom line of that whole Instagram war. A week ago Thursday, Tom Brady goes on social media and says he's not watching the game anymore because of too many penalties. Uh That was powerful because the NFL met last Saturday night and they cut back. They said, hey, wait, take it easy on the holding calls. They had half the amount of holding calls last weekend as they did prior to because of Tom Brady's social media post. Because when Tom Brady says he's shutting it off the TV, you know how many people in America shut it off too? Please. Tom Brady's got some clout. I like it. So here we go. So Tom Brady, he sends a tweet, changes happen for our betterment. Right. Baker Mayfield goes on Instagram, and he just makes himself look like a moron. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. Like, right. I'm not against Baker Mayfield in all capacities, but this whole look at me or when he's crushing AB and he's like, he says some, he responds to somebody saying that let your play do the talking about AB's, you know, antics. And he goes, you're right. Let me call out my teammates and throw a fit about my helmet, then go freeze my feet off. I thought that was funny. funny. I mean, I I laughed at it. But look, you're not a sports radio host. You're not in the business of gaining attention and being a lightning rod. You're in the business of winning and setting a tone and being a leader. And when you're calling out Duke Johnson in the (laughs) offseason – when you're calling out A.B., when you're doing all of these foolish things, he's just not a good leader, Andy. That's the bottom line. There you go. There you go. He said it. That's my guy. He's Brian Noah, Andy Firm. By the way, only the strong survive. And we're not talking about the NFL. It's bottom barrel betting, and it's all yours. Freaking next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is over the shy is back on paramount plus and the stakes have never been higher Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Money, money, money. Bottom barrel betting right around the bend about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Together we call it Fox Football Sunday. And by the way, you want to hear something amazing, really. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cash back match. Let's play this game. You got that thing for me? It's bottom. Oh, Nick, I thought you was late. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Vinny! It's Vinny time. (laughs) Vinny. I think he just fell asleep for a second. We're just, like, just going to shout my name. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, here's Vinny, or no, here's no, my guy, no. or no. just shout my name. Just, just do it that way. Hey, All Vinny. right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, two weeks ago was when you went. Fi- we had the 5-0 and and 0-5. and This yeah. week, yeah. much better for you, Brian, okay. but we have a tie. 3-2 and two and 3-2 and two for both of you guys. <laughs> How did that happen? You Come guys back. agreed on a pick. We did. Yeah. What? Yeah, you guys agreed on Todd Gurley rushing attempts, and you both got it right. We we, we had an over-under of 18. He went with 14. You know what's funny? I'm getting better, and he's getting worse. That's untrue. That's completely (laughs) untrue. Going from last week to this week, you got worse, and Brian got better. (laughs) Totally false statement right there. I'm looking at the big picture. The big picture. Yes. All right, so this week, (laughs) my my fantasy football team is up against one of our editors, Bo Benson. Uh, I've got (laughs) the- Big Bo. Yes, Big Bo. We got the Saints. Number of interceptions against the Cowboys. I've set an over and under at one and a half. Way too many. Way too many. Dak's no, not throwing you. two picks. I go on. I'm with you. No, I do too. And I yeah, hate to well, have the same pick me. as you. Way to no, copy you, you know what? Okay, I'll go over. I'll go <laughs> over. I don't believe it in my heart of hearts, but yeah, I no. do it just to spite you. Just to spite you. You don't have to, Andy. You can stick with the under because no, that's the right over. play. I'm going you don't over. have to be stubborn no. and go with the over just because I'm, going I'm over. making a joke here. Okay, all right, fine. Over. Stubborn. Be wrong. Be wrong, Mr. Stubborn. Now I'm going to be wrong. Okay, fine. Okay. All right, next up, TJ Hawkinson, reception yards against the Chiefs. I got an over-under of 20 and a half. 
What? Oh, reception yards. I reception reception yards. yards. Yeah, I don't oh. think he's catching 20 passes from yeah, a, no, a hobbled Matt Stafford. Reception yards. <laughs> well, Matt Stafford, I don't think he's going to play the whole game. I, I, you know, he's hurt. I don't know oh, what he's going to do. He's he'll been play. gutting out with that back injury Cam for a Newton while. Cam Newton needs to call him. I wouldn't be surprised if he, he goes through with it. Uh, well, what's, the, what's the pick here, Andy? What are you going with? I'm going under. I'm just looking at what he's done this year. The first game against Arizona, he had six catches for 131 yards. The last two weeks, one reception in each game. Two weeks ago for seven yards, last week for one yard. That's it. I'm going over. They find Hawkinson today. Yes. Hawkinson. Give me the over. All right, next on the list, Kyler Murray rushing yards against the Seahawks over under of 30 and a half yards. I'm going to go over because he'll be running for his life. Yeah. That's a great line. It is a great line. But I'm going over. You know you want to go over, over well. but you I'm don't want to copy over. me. No, no, no. no. I'm going to go. No, it's really not about copying. I'm secure in my picking, oh, Andy Furman. And your own skin. In. Yeah, you're in jest comments over here. But that's a that's a tough line. I'm going to take the over, but it's enough yardage where it makes me pause big time. I'll take the over, though, Vinny. Good line by you. Good line. Yeah. All right, so we got to get through these last two real quick. Adam yep. Thielen, number of catches against the Bears. I got an over-under of six and a half. Over, over. I go under. I go under. over. That's a lot of catches. That's, I know, but it's Good over. defense, too. Under. What else? And our last one, we got Marquise Brown receiving yards against the Browns, 65 and a half yards over under. Give me the over. You I want over. Any, okay, there we go. All right. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Drew who? Well, that's coming right up. But right now, it's time to say, wake up, America. Yes, it's that time. It's Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Together, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by... Geico, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Here he is. Without further ado, my partner, my friend, basically the brains of this outfit. Yes, he is. And the hardest working man in show business today. The one and only hour of power man. The power hour is here with Brian. No, hello, B. How are you doing? Great, Andy. Glad to be with you, man. Looking forward to week four. There's some tasty games. Some yeah, tasty matchups right here. Yes, yeah. Yes, there are. Oh, you By the way, right, I'm yeah, glad you good. brought that up because there's two big things going on tonight. Do you uh-huh. know what they are? Two big things. Cowboys, Saints. Those are two Bingo, big things. Bingo, 50%, you're there. Okay. You're, you're halfway <laughs> home. You're halfway home. All right, what else is there? You putting the vodka into the cherry no, juice? No, the Jewish New Year's. It's Rosh Hashanah tonight at sundown. Oh. The two well, big things tonight. Are it's you New celebrating Year's. with vodka? I'm not trying to make you out yes. to be some alcoholic. Wa- maybe wine. Wine tonight. For some the wine tonight. Okay, yes, well, good. Well, yes, have yeah. fun with that, man. Thank I hope it goes great much. for you. Thank you very much. Happy New Year to the Jewish do people Do you exchange gifts? What do you do for that? No. Go to Times Square, but no one's going to be there. <laughs> got to go to temple. People got to temple and pray. I got to get rid of your sins. Cowboys right. at Saints tonight. New Orleans getting two and a half tonight, but I tell you, I was shocked last week. The Cowboys beat Miami. I wasn't shocked with that, what? but okay. I was shocked that the Saints won at Seattle. I was shocked really? with that. Because yeah, no one no one really wins at Seattle. They beat him 33-27. Teddy Bridgewater threw two touchdowns in his first start in place of Drew Who, Drew Brees. But honestly, you know, people could look into that and say, oh, Bridgewater, no. It was the defense and special teams that actually won the game that, that uh, last week. Two touchdowns 
touchdowns were scored when Bridgewater was on the sidelines. Deontay Harris yeah. took a punt back, and then Von Bell picked up Chris Carson's third loss fumble in three games, returned it for 33 yards for a touchdown in the second quarter. So defense and special teams did it. But Teddy Bridgewater gets a pat on the back from me because he did an adequate job when they won at Seattle. Yeah, he, he played well, played well enough. And when you score touchdowns in other ways than on offense, that, yeah. that helps the quarterback out greatly, no matter who it is. But I'll tell you what, Andy, Al, Alvin Kamara, this dude, the balance that he has, that's just a, a consistent trend, a, a consistent skill that he has, if you will. Staying mm. on balance. When he's getting hit by dudes bigger than him, it is so impressive. He had 161 total yards last week against the Seahawks. That included 92 receiving yards. And you talk about helping a quarterback out like Teddy Bridgewater, who hasn't had a lot of starts ever since that horrific injury he suffered years ago with the Minnesota Vikings. He hasn't started many games. And so to have Alvin Kamara out of the backfield, high percentage throws, and he could just rack up those yards after the catch, he is such a luxury for anybody, but certainly for a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, who is just trying to find his sea legs and get comfortable as a starter again. I'm going to say this right now. When they talk about superstars in the NFL, they sometimes overlook Alvin Kamara. They really do. And I tell you what, in my mind, in my heart of hearts, he is an NFL superstar. How's that? Absolutely he is. Thank you. Thank Something you. else to look at, though. How about the Saints? They didn't sack Russell Wilson one time last week. And that Seahawks offensive line leaves a lot to be desired, especially pass blocking wise. And for the Saints to not get home against Russell Wilson, uh, they're going to have to get home against the Cowboys uh, to have a chance. And uh, I-, I love Cameron Jordan. I think their, their pass rush overall is pretty good. But that was alarming. You look at Russell Wilson, he was sacked eight times in the first two weeks and no sacks against the Saints last week. So keep that in mind. Watch that Saints pass rush. It's going to be a big, big deal. I think it's going to be obviously better at home with all the noise in their stadium compared to on the road in Seattle last week. But they've got to crank that up against Dak Prescott and company because we know Zeke's going to be able to run the ball to some degree. So you can't compound that without getting home when Dak Prescott is throwing it. Well, if we remember, uh, last year the Cowboys upset the Saints in Dallas, uh, and today yeah. uh, Cowboys get defensive end Robert Quinn back. That could hurt Teddy Bridgewater today. That could be a factor in today's game, no matter how, how I guess, how strong Quinn comes back and how healthy he is on the field. But that's going to hurt him. It really is. I think the Cowboys win, and I think the Cowboys may win big today. Oh, wow. Going big on the road. Yeah, yeah. and Quinn's back. He, he, he played against the Dolphins. He got a little bit of seasoning there. Yeah. Um, but, wow, big win. Look at you with these bold predictions. Yeah. Just bold today, Andy. I love it. Well, I mean. I, I, don't I... See, I don't see a big win. That's a tough place to play. And I know Teddy Bridgewater isn't Drew Brees. But sometimes, like, look at this. I'm not going to say it's the same thing as Nick Foles stepping in for Carson Wentz, but there is something to be said about a team coming together and like, look, we got to pick each other up. We don't have Drew Brees. We got to pay even more attention to detail. There are a lot of teams that do those sorts of things. So I think they're going to fight really hard against the Cowboys on Sunday night tonight. 
You know, against a an undefeated Cowboys team that you talk about bum slayers. I like the Cowboys. They got a lot of talent and they've performed well this year uh, overall like the, you know, the final score, but they haven't faced anybody the caliber of the Saints yet. Right. Well, look, I'm a Saints fan, and I want to see the Saints win. Now, when I say win big, in my heart of hearts, in my mind, big is double digits. And I say big is 27-17. That's my final for this game. All right? So, to me, that's big. I think double digits in the NFL is big. So, I think that that's the score. But I would love to see the Saints win this game. I, I, I just like the Saints. I really do. And, yeah. honestly, I, in my in my deep mine way back there somewhere my new york roots i root for the giants and maybe just maybe if the cowboys lose and the giants put a couple of wins together with daniel oh, jones wow. maybe really? maybe really? I, I know really? that's like that's like a dream that will never happen Come on. that's like cinderella that's <laughs> like on. going to the, that's like going to the land of oz yeah, but you maybe can, you know you can stop. no 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 but no not not but maybe but no <laughs> no 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 it's not happening <laughs> but how about this andy something else to keep in mind dak prescott He's been great so far this season. But, again, it comes with a, hey, against who, though? You know, the Giants' defense, not world beaters. The Redskins' defense, not great. Dolphins, horrible. So this is a big step up for him. I think this is a big reputation game for Dak Prescott. If he wins, it's not going to do a ton for him. Because there will be a lot of people shrug their shoulders and say, right. well, Drew Brees wasn't there, whatever. Right. But if he doesn't perform well against a Teddy Bridgewater-led Saints team. They'll throw up those other games. Absolutely. They're going to yes. be like, oh, is he well, worth uh, the yeah. money? And he only got fat off of these horrible teams. And right. I think there's more to lose potentially tonight for Dak Prescott than there is to gain. Great you point. with me on that? Yes, I am. But are you picking the Cowboys like I am in this game? Yes, I got the Cowboys uh, winning this game. There you game. go. You know, I want to switch gears for a second. All right, and We don't normally do this. I know it's Fox Football Sunday. But there's a gentleman who retired on Thursday, and the entire city was in tears, really. It was almost like a funeral. It really was. Marty Brenneman, uh, I love him to death, a friend of mine. I'm going to tell you a story how I met him. Have He's you smoked a, cigars with Marty Brenneman? No, he doesn't smoke. He used to no. smoke. He used to smoke cigarettes, but no. Here's if he were one. to smoke with someone, I, would it be you? Well, funny you mention that because on October the 9th, they're having a cigar <laughs> dinner for him at the oh, Montgomery wow, okay. Inn in Cincinnati. <laughs> so funny. I'm going to go to that. It's going to be good. He'll be there. It'll be funny. But how I met Marty Brenneman way back in the day when I came to Cincinnati, I was the PR guy for then Latonia Racecourse, and I didn't know who he was. And I listened to Reds games on the radio and WLW in Cincinnati, and I wrote him a letter, as I normally do, and I said, Marty, could you answer my telephone? I sent him a cassette, a blank cassette. I said, uh, I don't want to. I gave him the script. The script was, uh, Andy Furman's out. He's rounding third. Please leave your number. Bada bing, bada bang. This, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. this is Marty Brenneman reporting. Well, a couple of days later, I got a package from the Cincinnati Reds, and he sent it. He did it for me. It was <laughs> unbelievable. And I finally met him, and we became pretty good friends over you know, a period of like 30, 35 years. He retired after 46 years on Thursday. It was it was dramatic. It really was. The city was in tears. They gave out radios at the Reds game Thursday afternoon. I went to the game against Milwaukee. They had like 30,000 people there, and he gave a speech on the field. He was there. It was amazing what it, what this city did for Marty Brennan. And what he did for the city, 46 years, he's in the Cooperstown National Baseball Hall of Fame, the broadcaster's wing. So I, I want you to hear part of what Marty Brennan had to say upon his leaving the broadcast booth. Here's what he had to say. Go ahead, Marty. Again, I want to reiterate what I said earlier. I don't, I don't feel like that uh, all the hullabaloo that has been created over me retiring uh, has been uh, 
misplaced. I feel like the people that um, welcomed me into the city, when I came in 1974 and have maintained that love and affection through all these years, they're the ones that um, I should be giving back to rather than they give to me. Gentlemen, I'm good to go. Jeff, I love you. I love you too, buddy. Yet I love you. Tommy, I love you. My kids are in here. It couldn't be any better than this to have my whole family together. And if you see me out and about in the town in the days and weeks and months and years to come, come up and say hello, and we'll chat a bit. Tommy, back to you. Marty Brenneman, after 46 years, you can hear the emotion, the tears. And look, I'll tell you, it's funny. This is how stupid I am. The game was 1230 Eastern time on Thursday. So I leave my house, you know, I'm crazy because I think there's going to be traffic. So I left my house at 9 in the morning. All right? It's like a 10-minute ride from my house to the ballpark. I get to the ballpark 930, and I, I was with Marty till 1230, 1230 quarter to one. First pitch at 1230, and what do I do? I go home. I didn't even stay for the game because my whole thing was I wanted to see Marty Brenneman. So I came home. I listened to the rest of the game on radio. And believe me, <laughs> even me, that hard ass like I am, I broke uh, down. I cried. I wow. cried. You I did. I cried. Marty. Oh, man, I did. And I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him terribly. I am. So well, I'll I, just say, listen, it was a great way to go out. And I always say this about players. Fans are invested. Yeah. And when athletes show that they care as much about their performance or the game or what have you as the fans do. Fans appreciate that. Felix Hernandez, he was crying. He's probably the last game he's going to play for the Seattle Mariners after 15 years. Fans love that stuff. And so for Marty Brenneman, same thing with commentators. For him to be emotional and to cry about this being his final broadcast – Fans love that about the guy because he's invested like they are. They completely identify with a guy like I'm that. I'm with you. You know, it's funny. I mentioned to Marty you know, prior to the ball game on Thursday. I said, you know, it's funny. I grew up in New York. I had Red Barber doing the uh, Yankee games, Mel Allen, Marv Albert, uh, Marty Glickman. None of those guys well, got the, 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 I guess, the treatment that you got here in Cincinnati. And I, well, I understand Marv Albert because he got fired for wearing women's underwear. But, I, but still in all, <laughs> the, the point is that these guys were just like uh, – Part, part of the situation, that you know, Mel Allen got thrown out the door. I get it. But Marty Brennan became like the fabric, the voice, the face yeah. of the Cincinnati Reds. And I guess in Detroit, to some extent, Ernie Harwell was there and Jack Buck in St. Louis. These right. guys are like, you know, dinosaurs. Well, They're not there look, anymore. I, I just I got a real quick theory. I'll go super fast on this. I think right. it's interesting that play-by-play guys, the legendary dudes like Marty Brennan, there are people crying there. 46 years, they love the dude. Standing ovation. Yeah, the, right. the team is recognizing him, waving to the press box and all of that. Right. And I think it's really interesting. That's totally fine. But what's funny to me is that'll never happen for a sports radio host. You know, like when you're giving opinions oh, left and right. Are you right, kidding? Nobody is going to be like, oh. The, they'll have a parade the when I leave. The, right, When exactly. I leave, they'll have a parade. But I think that's interesting, Andy. Real fast is. There's a a real fascinating dynamic to me where I think a lot of people just want to be around like-minded people. And there are a lot of us that we will dislike someone who has opinions that don't align with our own. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And there's something to be said there for sports radio. That's why they don't roll out the red carpet for those guys because you're throwing out opinions all day. Of course someone's going to disagree with them. And and they, they take that to heart. 
And it makes you feel a certain way about a host that's different than a play-by-play guy. I've always found that fascinating. You're exactly right, partner. You really are. And uh, when Marty Brennan was talking about his partner, it was Jeff Brantley who does the color with him on the radio in Cincinnati. So that was great. And I appreciate you kind of like, you know, pulling back the curtain with us because we're usually football dominated here on Sunday, but we spent a couple of minutes on that. I thought that was big, so I thank you for, for doing that right no now. No problem. This is the last time we're discussing Reds baseball this year. And though. the last time we yeah. discussed Cincinnati in any right. manner, shape, yeah. or form. That's completely right. Yeah. You get us on Twitter at the No Show, N-O-E Show, at Andy Furman, FSR, or 877-99 on Fox. That translates to 877-996-6369. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Bottom of the hour, the Sheik Alex Marvez, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. We followed up with my guy Brian No and Noah's Picks. Now, if you like D, well, this is your game. That's next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Not many points today. We'll tell you why in just about a minute, 21 past the hour. We call it Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Bottom of the hour. That'll be 8.30 on the East Coast. The chic Alex Marvez will join you. But right now, you want to hear something amazing? I'll tell you. Discover matches all the cash back you want at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people millions, I said, millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Now, my friend Brian No, I have a book here called Nose Notes, and in my book it says you're going to tell me a little bit about a story in Vegas which you haven't told me yet today. Oh, yeah. Okay. See? So uh, I got my book here. I told you. Very nice of you, Andy Furman. Yeah, so... um. I was with uh, Lee Robert Delap the Fourth, 
who is a Fox Sports radio producer. Yeah. yeah, so he's here with his girlfriend, and uh, he let me know he's going to be in Vegas. I was like, I'll try to scoot over there, hang with you. So we were watching ball yesterday. So Legacy's Stadium, it's a sports bar basically here in one of the, the casinos. And uh, so yesterday for a game, right, just for one certain game, they make you pay $50 each to sit in this It's stadium seating. It's really cool. You get like a couch, the whole thing. Wow. So it's 50 bucks. It goes toward your food and, and beverages. So that's not bad, right? Like you could eat or drink $50, no problem. In a half but, hour. Yeah, exactly. We asked today how much it costs for the similar seating. They're like, oh, we got a couple of places open. 125 bucks per person. Now I ask oh. you, Andy Furman. Oh. Eating and drinking for one NFL game, can you go through $125 worth of food and beverages? Honestly, I can't. I don't think I could. That's a lot, you know, right? I think 125 <laughs> would be enough, maybe even too much for a couple. <laughs> yeah, right? Really? Yeah. yeah, but individually we were like, yeah, we're good. We're good. We'll go to plan B. We'll go somewhere else today. But Yeah, good, good for yeah, you. This, yeah, how Vegas gets down, man. It's a popular spot, though. Yeah, yeah, I bet it is. 125. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. I realized not to go there when I got And to by Vegas. the way, one other thing I have to mention uh, I do. took a picture. There was a Big Ben Roethlisberger jersey hanging up, and it said Super Bowl champ. Super Bowl was one word, which, as you know, Andy <laughs> Furman, is a no-no. incorrect. It's the biggest game we got. Two words. Super Bowl is two words. Okay. There you go. You know, we in. talked about the Cowboys Saints tonight, which is a biggie and a very game, a game that's come on a lot of storylines, and it's very interesting to follow that game. Another one, another biggie's got to be from the Black and Blue Division: the Vikings at the Bears. Yes. Both teams are two and one. Last week, the Vikings beat the Raiders thirty-four fourteen. The Bears beat the Redskins thirty-one fifteen. No big whoop on that one. But the Vikings right now today. The Vikings are getting one at yeah. Chicago. Getting one at Chicago. It'd be a t- This might be the best game of the day. Ah, I mean, in terms of it could turn out to be the best game of the day. Is that what yeah. you're saying? I mean, yeah. maybe it could. It's possible. I look at this and I mean, Dalvin Cook has just been a monster oh. so far. He's the fifth player in NFL history to rush for 110 plus yards and a touchdown for the third in week each in of a the row. teams. Yeah, you know, first three games and the other four guys. Listen to this list: Jim Brown. O.J. Simpson, Emmett Smith, Curtis Martin. Pretty good company. Dalvin Cook's the other guy. 110-plus and a touchdown the first three games. He's been on fire so far. The only other thing is Stephon Diggs. We had a prop bet on bottom barrel betting a couple of weeks ago of Stephon Diggs. I think it was against the Packers. If he would have six or seven catches, I took the over. He's got six catches for the year. Right. That's it. So they got to get him going big time. But the key right now is can Dalvin Cook rush for 100 yards against that great Bears defense? That's the key right there. And the Vikings are going to pressure Mitch Trubisky all day long. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's a battle of defenses. I, I don't see a lot of points. I could see something like maybe a 13-10 game, a 10-7 game, yeah. something like that today, right? Grinder. 10-7. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Um, I could see it. I could see, you know, 21-17, 20-13, 20 yeah. something like that. Yeah. I could see a grinder game. That wouldn't shock me.
But the Bears need to develop a running game. Now, we have Dalvin Cook running the football if he can run against the Bears, but the Bears need a running David Montgomery, uh, you got to take the pressure off Trubisky. That's why you need a running game. That's the thing. So there are two keys in this game in my mind. Can the Bears' defense contain Dalvin Cook, and can the Bears create a running game to open it up for Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, and the other thing, you take anything into this, Andy? If you look at the Bears, this is not a, a good trend. For teams that won on Monday Night Football, they have failed to cover in seven consecutive games. Wow. You take anything into that as far as it, I, I think you have game. to. I think I you have too. to, really. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I do as well. I like the Vikes outright in this game. You? I like the Vikes. Uh, I think the Vikes, to me, have more weapons. I think the Vikings Tough. are a better team, more balanced. They got, you know, honestly, their quarterbacking is to be desired, but he, but Cousins is adequate. He, he get the yeah. job done. He could get it done. And if he doesn't turn the ball over, doesn't do anything stupid. Uh, Kurt Cousins could get get it done, but they got Dalvin Cook could open it up, and that's the key right there. Defense, defensively, the Bears are tremendous, but offensively leaves something to be desired on the offensive side of the football. You know what's funny is Kirk Cousins and Mitchell Trubisky mirror each other, at least first three games this year. They both leave a lot to be desired. And think about that. The Vikings giving Kirk Cousins $84 million guaranteed and the Bears trading up from third overall to second overall when they drafted Mitchell Trubisky and passed on Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Like, think about that, how these quarterbacks are underperforming and what their teams did to get them. That makes it that much worse, man. It's not like Kirk Cousins on a modest deal or Mitchell Trubisky, they got him in a, with a mid-round pick that they didn't trade up for. It's not that at all. So it makes them right. struggling way worse for their respective teams. Well, well, the funny thing is it shows you how much they depend on the run game in Minnesota. Cousins has only had 63 attempts. Cousins only has three touchdowns and two INTs. And on the other side of the ball, Trubisky, he's only had 72 attempts. He has yet to throw a touchdown. He has one INT. He hasn't thrown a touchdown all year long. Been wow. sacked five times. His quarterback rating, passer rating, 65%. So they're going to pressure him all day long. It's going to be rough. To be rough, I, I like the I like the Vikings to win this game and forget about the points, but they'll win outright. They really will. That's all right, going there. Vikes. All right. First time in Chicago, they're wearing purple. By the way, I saw that. It's That's a random headline, crazy. isn't it? Yeah, kind of crazy, it really. Yeah. Is. He's Brian. No, <laughs> you did I'm, I'm feeling I'm that. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm Andy Furman. By the way, can this team keep winning without their star? The Sheik has the answer. That's next, but first, to our Sheik, Brian Fenley with the latest. Oh, yes, Daddy. Oh, I like oh, that. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> NFL Network notes Chargers running back Melvin Gordon, who's activated today following a 64-day holdout, will play solely in emergency purposes against the Dolphins. According to ESPN, Gordon's teammate, wide receiver Travis Benjamin, is out today against the Dolphins with a hip issue. Lions quarterback Matt Stafford is going to tough it out through hip pain today against the Chiefs. Jags defensive back Jalen Ramsey will wait and see how his injured back handles warm-ups today against the Broncos to gauge whether or not he'll play. Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman dealing with a chest injury as a go today against the Bills. His teammate running back Rex Burkhead remains a game-time decision with a bum foot. 
Jason Lockenfora of CBS Sports reporting some Redskins staffers would not be surprised if they were coaching elsewhere in 2020. The staffers and the front office personnel are reportedly not getting along and many are not Facebook friends. Hey, online car shopping can be confusing, <laughs> but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Saturday in college football, number one Clemson sleepwalking past North Carolina 21-20. The Heels botched a two-point conversion attempt with about one minute left. Fifth-ranked Ohio State devours Nebraska 48-7. Buckeyes quarterback Justin Fields had his hand in four touchdowns. Number six, Oklahoma railroading Texas Tech 55-16. Sooners quarterback Jalen Hurts played a part in four scores. And number 22, UCF pillages UConn 56-21. Didn't cover. Did not cover, and the Knights stockpiled 607 yards of offense and forced four turnovers. We'll be back to the guys in just a minute, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know there's a crucial difference between a kick drum pedal and your car's accelerator pedal. Because at Farmers, we've seen and covered it. We are Farmers. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state. Now back to my dad and his good friend, Brian No. See you at the house later, kid. Okay. All right. There we go. Alex Marvez coming right up. He's Brian Noah, Mandy Firm. By the way, welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, knows picks in less than 10 minutes. But right now, the Sheik himself on the Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline, Alex Marvez with Brian Noah and Andy Furman. Hello, Sheik. How are you? Gentlemen, good morning. We Four of the NFL season already begun. We are 25% of the way through the NFL season already after Monday night. Bengals, Steelers, cannot believe how quickly time flies. Because we love it. That's why. Now, the Saints won with Teddy Bridgewater and a good defense at Seattle last week. Today, they host the Cowboys. What can we expect? This is one of the better games of the day today. Oh, you're right about that. And word is that Sheldon Rankin should be returning to the New Orleans Saints defensive line. He hasn't played since his Achilles tendon in last year's second-round playoff win over the Philadelphia Eagles, so that's a big boost for that Saints defense. You know, Teddy Bridgewater, and I talked to Demario Davis, the, uh, yeah, and also, by the way, Cam Jordan about this as well. You know, Teddy Bridgewater endeared himself into the Saints locker room. But the guys in practice also saw that this is a talented quarterback, so there wasn't like any panic level when Teddy Bridgewater got to play. Look, he didn't do well against the Rams, but as we talked about, when you have a full week of practice working with the ones, like Teddy Bridgewater did last week, you should look better. Alvin Kamara is the key to this game. Out of the Saints' 50 offensive plays last week against Seattle, he touched the football 25 times. I mean, that is, you know, he's really what they're going to be going through right now, funneling the offense through him. No Traquan Smith for the Saints. He's out of wide receiver, so they're a little bit depleted there. And for the Cowboys, big test, right? Going on the road, playing a quality opponent. I mean, you know, this is the first, to me, real test that we've seen from the Dallas Cowboys this season, and we'll just see how ready they are as an undefeated club to take care of business. I've got a random question for you before I ask you about the NFL, Alex. I was driving around yesterday, and I heard you on with Steve Hartman and TJ Hushmanzada, and you mentioned that you were tailgating for the Florida game, and they were about to play Towson. Is that true? Is that what happened yesterday for you? Absolutely. Every, every Florida great. home game that I can get to, that's what I do. I mean, that's my that's my passion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't cheer for any, any teams in the NFL. I don't have a lot of time for other sports. My Canucks are terrible. My Heat's terrible. 
So I just focus on my Florida football and living in Gainesville. Now that's one of the great things that I actually have a chance to go and enjoy a tailgate and be among real human beings, real sports fans, you know, unlike in our little media bubble. Wow. Good for you, man. Now, NFL-wise, <laughs> if you look at the Broncos, no pass rush whatsoever. And, and they've got a great duo. Is there anything more shocking to you three games in this season for everybody but you know the Eagles and the Packers than the Broncos having zero pass rush under Vic Fangio? Yeah, I mean, that's a stunner, right? I mean, Vic Fangio, known for defense, and you know, the, the one thing is that he is trying to get Von Miller and Bradley Chubb to, to learn some different techniques and adjust to his defense, and they talked about this all offseason and preseason, and Von Miller had embraced all of this and, and was rah-rah, go for it, and, and, you know, saw Bradley Chubb make some great plays during the preseason, but my goodness, what we've seen so far is not only no sacks, no turnovers either. Yeah. And, you know, the nickel corner is a big-time problem for them, Bryce Callahan, undergoing foot surgery this week. He's going to be out for another month. They have they don't have any answer there, so teams keep attacking, you know, that where the nickel is, they keep going after it. Uh, they just not and now Derek Wolf is down. I mean, they're just not a very good defense right now. And it is shocking because it's Vic Fangio and Ed Donatello and they've had success. Sometimes when coaches come in and even though they've had success elsewhere and they put in a system, sometimes it takes a little while. You know, for the team to either mm-hmm. adjust or for you to find the right personnel for that system. I thought the Broncos would be a lot further off than they are. We'll see, too. You know, Gardner Minshew now, he's had a little extra time off. Uh, you know, he's filming videos with Uncle Rico, apparently, over at TIA Bank <laughs> Field. Uh, you uh-huh. know, a little promotional thing going on there. You know, how legit is Gardner Minshew? I mean, you know, look, at so far he's passed a number of tests thrown his way. But this Jacksonville offense isn't exactly a juggernaut, especially on the road the way they're looking at the Houston Texans. So if the Broncos can't get off the schneid here, I don't know when they do. Big game on Fox this afternoon. Soldier feels the place. The Bears are hosting the Vikings. Two questions. Can the Bears' defense contain running back Dalvin Cook, and can the Bears win with Mitch Trubisky's arm? Well, and then that also leads to the question, I guess, as part of the first part, which is if the Bears can take care of Dalvin Cook, and easier said than done, right? I mean, yeah. Dalvin is in rare air right now. He is he leads the NFL in rushing yards, 375 of them. He could become the fifth running back in NFL history to begin uh, his season with four straight 100-yard performances and one touchdown in a game. I mean, that's that's pretty darn impressive. So if the Bears are able to corral him, can Kirk Cousins step up and actually do something, right? 5-26, yes. and 26, I believe, against teams with winning records when, when he's playing them during his NFL career. He just has come up small in these moments, and they may need big quarterbacking play. You know, Minnesota 3-15 and 15 in their last 18 trips to Soldier Field. It has wow. been a house of horrors. For them, I'm encouraged by what we saw from Mitchell Trubisky. You know, one thing that, uh, you know, Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Bears, told the media this week, they scaled back the offense a little bit, wanted everyone to get a little bit more comfortable, be on the same page. Maybe they're trying to do too much, and it was just Mitchell Trubisky wasn't able to handle it. But he looks better than, again, they're the Redskins. They're, they're pretty darn terrible. But they did it on the road, and they got the W, and they've now won two road games. So this is a biggie. It really is. And, again, I think it, it's I'm not to me going to come down to Mitch Trubisky, to me, it's going to come down to Kirk Cousins. Interesting. Mm. You know, Alex, you look at uh, the Chiefs. This is uh, Patrick Mahomes' first uh, dome game in his NFL career, which is uh, interesting. And he hasn't missed a beat with Tyreek Hill being down. We know Tyreek Hill is a dynamic player, but with Mecole Hardman stepping in, with Sammy Watkins stepping in, and they haven't regressed at all 
Does that make you look at Tyreek Hill and say, maybe he's just a little less dynamic or less essential for that offense to still be one of the best in the NFL? Maybe less essential because they've had yep. players pick pick it up. Demarcus Robinson also having a great season for the Chiefs. They've been, you know, this was a really talented guy who had some major off-field problems at the University of Florida. And, you know, as you know, John Dorsey, the GM at the time, never shies away from talent in the middle rounds mm-hmm. that he thinks he can get on the straight and narrow. And Demarcus Robinson has done that. And, I mean, he's been incredible so far picking up, you know, the slack in, in the absence of Tyreek Hill. And you throw in Shady McCoy and how he's going to continue to get better in the rich just keep getting richer for the Kansas City Chiefs, the first team in NFL history to score 25 or more points in 25 straight games in counting. I would be bullish on the Lions winning this game, but I don't know if Darius Slay is going to play. Yeah, I don't know that. I know Mike Daniels is out. Danny Mendola reportedly will not play. And Matt Stafford, according to ESPN, has a hip injury that has actually gotten progressively worse during the week and is now listed as questionable. Still expected to play, but all those injuries are bad. I, I like this Lions defense. I like what they're shaping up. And see, this to me is the most intriguing game of the day, and here's why. Yeah. Detroit last year, when they played the Rams, they didn't beat them, but they came up with a defensive game plan that kept a, a pretty darn good Rams offense in check, and then other teams like the Patriots ended up copying it. You know, they, what they would do is they'd put a lot of guys on the outside edges. They would stack the edges, and then they would force the Rams to try to funnel things through the middle of the field, and they didn't make the proper adjustments to that. Well, the the Rams are trying, but their interior offensive line is brand new this season, and it's not been very good so far, at least at the level it was last year. So to me, can Matt Patricia come up with something that's going to foil Patrick Mahomes? I mean, this is one of those – it's almost – it's not like Belichick against Andy Reid, but it's a step under. And, and, you know, Matt Patricia, a really great defensive Mm -hmm. mind in his own right, that's what makes this game to me so fascinating. What does he have prepared for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Alex Marvez, Monday night, two zero and three teams. Can the Steelers, by way of the Bengals, crack into the win column? They better, right? I mean, and you know, look, it's desperation time in Pittsburgh. And you know, last week the defense did their part, and Mika Fitzpatrick makes an immediate impact, and they force five turnovers. And what they get like three points? I mean, it was just it was pretty bad. You know, I mean, I, I know they got a little bit more than that, but. When you force five turnovers of the opposition and still lose, what does that tell you? And Mason Rudolph, really shaky in his first NFL start. I think we all realize now that everyone that was hopping aboard the James Conner train last year when Le'Veon Bell was hurt, they're hopping off right now and they're asking for refunds because he's just not the same type of back that Le'Veon Bell is. I think that that motor is missing by the Steelers. They haven't had a definitive number two receiver step up. Tight end position is banged up. We don't know if Vance McDonald's going to be able to play. Xavier Grimble, his backup, goes on IR. They make a trade this week for Nick Van Ed of the Seahawks. Who knows what he can provide? I mean, the, the opportunity is there if the Bengals were any good. They're just not real good. And I think that's why Pittsburgh wins, which will probably be an ugly game in Heinz Field. 38 seconds on the clock, Alex. Uh, the lowest total of the day. Um, I'm in Vegas right now. I need a lock. Who you got for me? Lock of the day. I am looking at the docket right now. You know, I, I got to go with New England, even though they're giving uh-huh. up a seven. Maybe Buffalo can keep it within seven. I find that one curious. I've got to think Indianapolis is going to roll Oakland. Ooh, I do. Rolling. I just, even without T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, yeah, because Oakland, second straight road game, you know, and, and right now they're hurting so bad in their front seven. And I just think the Colts actually have the number six rushing attack in the NFL. They're going to be able to pound these guys. I think 
I think if there's one lock I'd go with this week, I think it's Indianapolis beating Oakland. Oh, and by the way, Houston over Carolina. I think the uh, I like that. Kyle Allen pumpkin, yeah, turns into yeah. a carriage again today. Or I'm hearing that. Pumpkin or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go back and tailgate some more. There you go. Do some more tailgating. He's our guy, Alex Marvez. Get him on Twitter, at Alex Marvez. He's the Sheik. He's Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. Have a great day, a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next Sunday. Happy New Year to you. Mazel, mazel. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. All right. We'll see you there. Brian, no, Andy Furman. We call this Fox Football Sunday. By the way, this was a shot he'll never forget. We'll tell you all about Nose picks right around the bend. I'm not picking your nose either. It's Brian, no, and his picks. That's what it is. 11 minutes before the top of the hour. This is Fox Football Sunday. He is Brian, no. I'm Andy Furman. And at the top of the hour, 9 o'clock Eastern time, my good friend Mike Harmon. Mike Harmon and George Reister get together right here. Get him on iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Channel 83, and, of course, on many of these same 300 Fox Sports Radio affiliates. But right now, it's time for Nose Picks. Are you ready for it? Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. And now the time has come for Nose Picks. Nose Picks. All right, Andy Furman, one and two last week. One and, stu- one and two. Should have been two and one. Should have been a winning week. But there was a pick six by the Jets late, which screwed up the under. You so blew that was, it! Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So we try to rebound this week, Andy. I feel good about these picks. I feel good. Want to get right. your seal of approval if you so see fit. I've got the Texans minus five. They've played great rush defense, haven't allowed a 100-yard rush. you got to go all the way back to 2017 in week 17. Good one. I That's think a good they, one. they slow down Christian McCaffrey enough where Kyle Allen has to do too much. Right. I've got the Texans taking care of the minus five at home. They cover that. You good with that? I'm, I like that. I'm asking okay. for instant approval on all these picks. I'm going to go with stamp. Okay, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I've got the Jags plus three against the Broncos. Broncos have no pass rush right now. They have nothing. And the Jaguars have a great pass rush, and you know this, Garrett Bowles stinks. That Denver offensive line is bad. I like Jacksonville plus yeah. the points. I'm going to take them. That's a good one, even though good the game is in Denver. Okay. Here's the last one. Yeah. Some might say I'm crazy for it. Seahawks Cardinals, I bet. No. Nope. I love Tampa today. <laughs> Before you at, say, at the Rams? Yes. I love them plus nine at the Rams today for a few reasons. They've played great rush defense. Number three ranked rush defense under Todd Bowles. So we know the Rams deal. Their formula is run the ball and then play action pass based on that strong running attack. If they're able to bottle up relatively, the Rams running game, that's going to have an impact on the rhythm of that Rams passing game. And then also you think about, that was an embarrassing loss by Tampa last week against Danny Dimes and the Giants. So they're looking to to get even. They've been laser focused on this game all week. Meanwhile, the Rams, they might be smelling themselves. National primetime game, the win against the Browns. I like the, I like Tampa plus nine. Am I crazy? 
That's, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. All right. No, I got two out of three seals of approval. We got to go yes. rapid fire style. Andy, what do you have for us? I'm ready to go. go your I, way. By the way, a referee was shot in the head with a cannon blast during a football game last week at Whoa. Maine Maritime Academy. Uh, wow. The official's all right. He's okay. Since the artillery was obviously not loaded with an actual cannonball, he was taken to the hospital with non life threatening injuries. Now, during the Maritime School's homecoming football game last week, an alumnus brought his cannon along to fire it. The academy already has its own cannon, which traditionally fires whenever the team scores, but this time, it made an exception since most fans rarely provide their own artillery. And normally, school officials load their shot with a blank shotgun shell. This time, though, the cannon was loaded improperly with a shot that contained blank and black gunpowder. Not good. Sometimes rail on the Kardashian curse, which I think is garbage and largely overblown. I've done that, yeah. Yes. How about Justin Verlander, 3,000th career strikeout? I know. Kate Upton, his wife, she has been amazing for Justin Verlander. His career was spiraling, and she's gotten him on track. And then also this. Lane Kiffin with a funny tweet. It just said, happy anniversary, Seabass. 11 years ago, they tried a 76-yard field goal with Sebastian Janikowski when Lane Kiffin was the head coach. Didn't work out. Got fired two days later. Have a great day. See you next week. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.